This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. And it is Monday, October 4th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, a 55-year-old man shot and killed a co-worker inside Jefferson University Hospital in Philadelphia before, before taking off in a U-Haul, shooting two officers and being struck by police returning fire. At about 12.08 a.m. Monday, police received calls from Jefferson Hospital of a report of a shooter on the ninth floor. Philadelphia Police Commissioner Daniel Outlaw spoke to the reporters just after 4 a.m., outside Penn Presbyterian Medical Center where the suspect and two officers were taken. Outlaw said the victim was a 43-year-old nursing, certified nursing assistant. He was pronounced dead a short time after being shot. Outlaw said it's not clear if the suspect was working at the time but entered the hospital wearing scrubs. They are investigating the past history between the suspect and the shooter. Police said the suspect, who was also a certified nursing assistant, fled in a U-Haul truck. About an hour later, 16th District officers were flagged down by a passerby or 48th and Park Side Avenue near the Police Touch Museum. The report was that there was a male in scrubs with a weapon or a long gun who was potentially firing rounds in the air or just had a gun, outlaw said. Arriving officers encountered the male suspect who be, then began shooting at them. Four officers returned fire. Two officers were struck by the gunfire. A 30-year-old officer was hit, hit in the right elbow. He's in critical but stable condition and will require surgery. A 32-year-old officer was struck in the nose. He's in stable condition. Both officers, who each have been on the force for six years, are expected to survive. The other two officers who discharged their weapons were not hit by gunfire. The suspect was struck in the upper body and neck. He was wearing body armor and carrying multiple weapons. In addition to the long gun, which was believed to be an AR-15, he was also carrying some sort of semi-automatic handgun, Outlaw said. The suspect is in critical condition but is expected to survive. So this obviously, I mean, it seems this... One person was targeted, right? That that was the intent to go in and find this person, and that's what he did. Yeah, at the hospital, they're saying they think yeah. that, it, yeah, he was targeted. Philadelphia police are searching for multiple individuals after videos captured an unruly incident outside City Hall on Saturday night. The, a driver was seen performing stunts in front of a large crowd in city uh, Center City. Another video showed people jumping on top of a Philadelphia police vehicle. Uh, at one point, fireworks were even shot into the sky as the chaos unfolded. Many are surprised that there were no reports. Uh, reported injuries given the large crowd size. Philadelphia Mayor Jim Kenney said in a statement, what happened last night on streets near City Hall was incredibly and needlessly dangerous. Incidents that pose threats to safety and endanger the public will not be tolerated. We're working with the Philadelphia Police Department to ensure that these reckless incidents do not happen in the future. Did you guys see that? I mean, the, the one guy was drifting his car around the police car Right while there are people standing all, you know, between the police car and and, uh, between his vehicle. It was just insanity. Police say one of the department's vehicles was damaged on the hood. Uh, Anyone with information on the people seen in the video is asked to call Philadelphia police uh, by calling 215-686-TIPS. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention unveiled its latest guidance for safely celebrating the upcoming holiday season. The agency suggests, among other considerations, that families hold virtual holiday celebrations or have socially distanced celebrations outdoors with neighbors and friends. If celebrating indoors, the CDC is recommending the idea of using a window fan to keep the air at an indoor party as fresh as possible and keeping the doors opened as well. Mask wearing indoors is still recommended for unvaccinated people along with wearing masks outdoors 
outdoors in crowded settings. Fully vaccinated people are recommended to wear masks in areas with substantial COVID-19 transmission. The CDC is also encouraging people to hold off on holiday travel until they're fully vaccinated. But if unvaccinated people have to travel, including children who are so far not eligible for the shot, the CDC suggests making short trips by car or taking flights with fewer stops or layovers. In sports this morning... The Eagles lost to the Kansas City Chiefs yesterday afternoon at the link. What the f*** is this? Patrick Mahomes threw five touchdown passes, including three to Tyree Kill, and the Chiefs beat the Eagles 42-30. to Head coach Andy Reid returned to Philadelphia and earned his 100th career win with the Chiefs, becoming the first coach in NFL history to win 100 games with two teams. Reid's 140 victories with the Eagles are the most in franchise history. Up next for the Birds is a trip to North Carolina to play the Panthers on Sunday. Kickoff is at, seven, uh, is at 1 o'clock. The Phillies wrap up their season with a loss against the Marlins yesterday afternoon. Noon in Miami, Cortez hit a tie-breaking two-run home run in the fourth inning, and the Marlins closed their 11th losing streak in 12 years with a 5-4 win. Bryce Harper doubled and walked before being replaced in the bottom of the third. A contender for National League MVP, Harper hit 309 with 35 home runs, 84 RBIs, and the a major league best 104-4 OPS. The Major League Baseball playoffs begin tomorrow, and for the 10th straight year, the Phillies won't be participating. And unlike the Eagles and the Phillies. The Union actually won. Andre Blake had another shutout, stopping a penalty kick and making another brilliant save in the second half as the Union blanked the Columbus Crew. 3-0. The Union improved to 11-7-9 for 42 points and moved up to a tie with Orlando City for third in the Eastern Conference. Blake made three saves for his career best tying 10th shutout this season. And that's what I have for you this morning. Hi, thanks, Kev. Welcome, everybody, back from a weekend. Uh, we return to a work week with some good stuff for you. We have uh, the money clips and your opportunity to win some cash. Actually, multiple opportunities to win cash because our Word of the Week prize is $300 as well. So some money there. And that's uh, courtesy of The Bagster. The Bagster! That is correct. And uh, Money Clips we bring to you at 8 and 10 a.m. Then it goes noon, 2, 4, 6, and 8. So ample chances to win some money today. So just hang in there and maybe you'll win that. If not, we have some Fogo to Show gift cards for Stupid Question. uh, Gift cards for Iron Hill Brewery for the lesson uh, question as well. So uh, on top of all that... Uh, we're going to have Fortune Teamster on the show today. Love her. Uh, she will be at the Miriam Theater on Friday. But she's checking in a little bit early, so we'll talk to her around 8.30 this morning. And also in preparation for Camp Out for Hunger. Mm-hmm. You know, we had Acme on last week, and the Head Start program has begun, where when you stop by at checkout, you can make a donation. And this continues through Camp Out for Hunger. And then after that... Uh, it's real simple to do, but we also have uh, our buddy Jeffrey Walton, who is the president of the Porsche Club of America, and the Philatron Campout event is going to take place again. They've been doing amazing work. Jeff spearheads this with a group of people, yeah. and there's a car show involved in all this, so we'll find out what he's got planned a little bit later on today, too. I stopped by Acme last night. I'd get my uh, my breakfast and lunch supplies for the week, and I was able to make my first donation. For I, I did as well. It's yeah. great, right? Yeah. Isn't it? and it's so, I mean, again, you just... 
hit with your index finger. Hit the yep. button and you're good to go. Yep. So uh, we thank those guys and everybody involved. And don't forget that that is coming up in less than a month now. We start that on November 1st. Yeah. Four, four weeks from today. It's crazy. How about that? All right. So with all that happening, we'll take a break, come back in a moment, and uh, roll out the entertainment report with the stupid questions, some stuff to give away there, like I said. And uh, hang in there. It's Monday. And we'll, uh, we'll do this thing when we get back. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. You want to win an autographed Eagles jersey, an ultimate tailgating package, 2022 Eagles season tickets, or just good old cash? You could win when you enter Acme Swoop In and win sweepstakes. All you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwin.com for your chance to be the next big winner. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles and MMR's Preston and Steve Show. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Let us ask you a question and see if you know the answer. And if you do and you get through, then we have a $150 Fogarty Show gift card for you. Question that I have for you is this. What is the nickname of October's full Moon two one five two six three WMMR hour number. What is the name of October's full moon? Let's see. Give us a call. And while we're waiting for that call from you, we'll mention the birthdays. Kind of kill some time here. Today is Monday, October fourth. One of the most fantastic actors I think ever, Christoph Waltz, celebrates Ooh, his birthday today. Bingo! <laughs> what a talent, man! He's great. He's um, great, and came out of left field. Yeah, yeah. It at least seemed to come out of left field. Yeah, I saw uh, yesterday or over the weekend somebody had posted. Uh, Might have been on Instagram. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a website, or I, I mean, a, um, an account called Effing Good Movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just all about movies, and they they show clips and stuff, and showed him as like a young man. Play in some goofy daytime TV show, really? in this orange and red striped <laughs> suit, doing it. it was he was would have been really embarrassing, but you got to start somewhere. Sure, and when it kicks in, it kicks in, and it has for him. He's become obviously a favorite of Tarantino's, uh, and his like his role in Django is really oh, great. Oh, I love Django. Uh, and then he plays. Then he goes and plays the villain Inspector, and he's you know he when he plays a villain, he's on his Ugh. mark. But when he plays a a good guy, he's yeah. he's cool too. He's in Alita. Uh, the warrior, yeah, that, whatever that movie was, and he can he can speak multiple languages and, and pull it all off wonderfully. He, he loves bingo. Is an incredible talent. That is correct, Christoph Waltz. Ooh, that's a bingo. <laughs> uh, Liam Shriver, <laughs> another one, has a birthday today too. Another good yeah. actor. There's some really good ones. So uh, Ray Donovan was a great success. For yes, him. Uh, and he does wonderful voiceover work he as does. well. He's got yeah. a hell of a voice and. Um, uh, 24-7, I think he's the guy uh, yep. that does all the videos for that. Ah. Uh, so he is 54 today. Alicia Silverstone. Yeah, hey. Uh, that is correct. She is 45 today. I um, put uh, Clueless in the list of perfect movies. Ah. I think it is a perfect movie. And I, think, I told you I've never watched the whole thing. I've yeah. only seen clips of it. It's one that I need it, to make sure that I sit down and watch. It's like a Ted Lasso experience. Okay. You just feel good. She's 45. Uh, Armand Asante. 
Ah. Who's been in a lot of things, yes. Uh, Private Benjamin, if you remember that. Yes. Um, I think he was in, uh, Steve, remember the movie Little Darlings? I have. He was the camp, the hot camp counselor that the 13-year-old girls yep. were pining for. He's also in Judge Dredd with Sylvester Stallone. And Paradise I, Alley. Remember um, that movie Stallone did as well? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, American Gangster. Yeah. Uh, he is in that as well. He's uh, He's got a presence whenever he's on screen. He is 72 today. Uh, it's Susan Sarandon's birthday. Wow. Uh, yeah. And uh, Bull Durham, obviously huge. Thelma and Louise. Um, she looks great still. Uh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. If you want to go way back, if you'd like to see her scantily clad, she's definitely in that. And we watched a movie over the weekend. Uh, my wife and daughter... Uh, just wanted to watch something that we knew that was yeah. fun and feel good, and we hadn't watched in ages. Was Enchanted? Enchanted's fun, and she yeah. plays the the evil stepmother. I think they're making a second one. No kidding. Yeah, I, I think that'd be great. Yeah, uh, she is seventy five today. And Rice, the author, interview with the vampire and all the other vampires, any kind of vampire. Yeah, um, I I never read the books, but I really enjoyed the movie interview with the vampire. So I'm going to give her credit for that. She's eighty today. Uh, Russell Simmons, ah. founder of Def Jam Records and Fat Farm Clothing and Filthy Freaking Rich. He is uh, 64 today. Didn't he just go through like a heavy-duty divorce? I want to say massive amounts of money. I want to say that is yeah. correct, yes. Uh, Rachel Lee Cook, she's all that. Josie and the Pussycats. Has she popped up on any um, uh, Hallmark stuff? No, she should. I, she should be perfect. Actually, she'd be really good. Yeah, um, yeah I always liked her. I, the first time I saw her was in that "Your Brain on Drugs" commercial. Yes. Yeah, with the frying pan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's forty-two. Uh, Melissa Benoist is that how you say yes. her name? Okay, Supergirl or Superwoman or however they're referring Supergirl. to her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she was also in Whiplash. Uh, she is thirty-three today. Uh, then you have Dakota Johnson. Huh. Celebrating a birthday, too. So there's some pretty good list here. Yeah, yeah. she's 32 today. Uh, Fifty Shades was huge for her. It was actually, <laughs> the Fifty Shades, the first movie, was actually pretty interesting. But uh, I don't think I'm going to watch the rest. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't I yeah. didn't give any time to all of them. But daughter of uh, Don Johnson and Melanie Griffith, obviously. So power couple there. Absolutely. That created Dakota Johnson. She's 32. She's just with Chris Martin. They're Chris not, Martin. They're not married. Right? No. Okay. Yeah. And then the last birthday for Ted Lasso fans, it is Nick Mohammed's birthday. Ooh. Nick plays Nate. <laughs> Nate. Hmm. I know. We don't need to. If those who haven't seen it yet, yeah, we need to. We watch got it yeah, and watch. Nate, we'll talk about off. Watch Nate's uh, storyline unfold. It's not heading in a direction you want it to head in, but no. we'll see what happens. He is uh, forty-one years old today, by the way. All right, we'll see if somebody knows the answer to this question. What is the nickname of October's full moon? And we go to Jeannie and see if we can find out. Hi, Jeannie. Good morning. Good morning. Is it the Hunter's Moon? Why, indeed it is, Jeannie. You got it. Hang on, because we got a great gift for you. You get a $150 Fogo to Show gift card. And when you order at Fogo, you don't order an entree. You order an entire night of different things to taste and enjoy. Experiences carved tableside. Get to, yeah, you're going to pass out after you <laughs> eat all that food. Uh, get to Fogo Discover to discover what's next. You can make a reservation for Center City or King of Prussia at Fogo.com. Um, we're going to start with the box office. Number one was uh, Venom. It had a really big weekend at $90.1 I heard uh, a lot of people... 
raving about it yeah. and saying it was really good. I was I'm, I was kind of with you on the first one. I was like, okay, uh, it's okay. Uh, you know, I don't think I'm going to revisit it. But uh, this one apparently reinvented everything. That was followed up by The Addams Family 2, Shang-Chi, The Many Saints of Newark, uh, Dear Evan Hansen. Then you had Free Guy. Number seven was Candyman. Jungle Cruise, uh, Chalmera Put, which I'm not familiar with, uh, and the Jesus music as well. To Never even heard of it. The top ten. All right, we're going to start with the story. Emily Ratajkowski, the supermodel, yeah, is claiming that while making the Blurred Lines video with Robin Thicke, he fondled her. Uh, she made the allegation in uh, the book, which is titled My Body, and it's set to drop next month. She wrote, suddenly out of nowhere, I felt the coolness and foreignness of a stranger's hands cupping my bare breasts from behind. I instinctively moved away, looking back at Robin Thicke. Uh, he smiled a goofy grin and stumbled backward, his eyes concealed behind his sunglasses. My head turned to the darkness beyond the set. Uh, the director, Diane's voice cracked as she yelled out to me, are you okay? Uh, she said, I pushed my chin forward and shrugged, avoiding eye contact, feeling the heat of humiliation pump through my body. Uh, I didn't react, not really, not like I should have. So she just writes that. I don't know if anything's going to come of that, but that's what she wrote about that. But there was something else about him. Is this the same girl or I don't know. this is different? I don't remember the other thing. He, um, like something similar. Along he was gr- groping? I don't know about groping or, or maybe he was just cheating on his wife or something like that. Oh, he that. was cheating on the wife. Yeah, his, his, um... He was cheating on his wife, and I forget her name. She's an actress as well, uh, and um, she that's why she left him. Paula Patton. Paula Patton, yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, now, continuing on with Emily and her story, uh, apparently copyright is on trial as she continues to fight back against the photographer, Robert O'Neill, who has sued her and her company, which is called Emrata Holdings, for sharing a picture that he took of her outside a Manhattan flower shop on Instagram story. So she shared this photo uh-huh. and I guess didn't have permission right. or didn't give him credit. All right. So stories delete automatically after 24 hours. Now a federal judge is involved in this. Uh, Annalise Torres. This cannot stand. <laughs> ruled that her Instagram story could be a fair use of the image and sent the matter to jury. The oh. supermodel had moved for summary judgment, arguing that there isn't a valid copyright in the photo. And O'Neill did not suffer damages. He also sought sanctions and attorney's fees. O'Neill moved for summary judgment. Uh, Torres found the photo meets the extremely low standard originality required for copyright protection and is allowing O'Neill uh, to seek damages. Uh, but she also found that it's premature to determine whether or not the photo was fair use. Both were denied motions huh. for summary judgment. I, some of this stuff I don't know. Okay, exactly I'm not familiar with the legalese, but are you suggesting that the death penalty can work its way into this rest? Uh, I think they are considering okay. capital punishment All right. in this particular uh, It case. seems fair. Yeah. Uh, so uh, a this is according to... Uh, the order. Uh, in, the, in the order, Torres. This is, is the order. The judge writes this. A reasonable observer would conclude the Instagram photograph merely showcases Radikowski's clothes, location, and pose at that time. The same purpose effectively as the photograph. On the other hand, it is possible to... Uh, it, 
it is possible a reasonable observer could also conclude that, given the flowers covering Radikowski's face and body and the text, mood forever, the Instagram photograph instead conveyed that Radikowski's mood forever was her attempt to hide from the encroaching eyes of the paparazzi, a commentary on the photograph. And the court declines to opine on the newsworthiness of Radikowski's battles with paparazzi compared to other events, the documentation of which courts have found to be fair use. I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> the photographer has also sued Gigi Hadid, a company named Ali G, over a Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra photo and oh, other. So I say just have them enter the octagon. Uh, speaking of Instagram shares, uh, Radikowski shared the first shot of her son on Instagram on Friday in her story. Enough of her. Well, so there you go. Queen Elizabeth is reportedly doing everything that she can to financially support Prince Andrew behind the scenes in his legal fight against uh, Virginia Jeffrey, who has hit him with a sexual Happy assault. Happy birthday. I have enclosed $5 in this car. <laughs> the 61-year-old Duke of York has been served in the suit. Uh, the Queen has reportedly helped Andrew beef up his legal team, adding Melissa Lerner to the case with Andrew Brettler. Get the Rajakowski a lawyer. They, they know how to write verbal diarrhea. Uh, he is reportedly being hit with $2,000 per hour legal fees. Oh, my God. The 95-year-old Queen reportedly agreed to foot the bill after a disastrous BBC interview that resulted in him stepping down from public royal duties. He's, I mean, he's... There's no way they're ever going to reintegrate him back into his old chores with the Not royal 100%. family. I don't no. see 100%. No. They're, they're going to try to mitigate everything they can and just have him you know, stay in the background. He's, uh, living, that, uh, he's now living with his ex-wife, Sarah Ferguson. There you go. And that, now they're trying to work that. Uh, they're allegedly romantically involved again. Yes, He's also living uh, with his mother, the queen. Mommy! Uh, Andrew is denying that he's abused her on several occasions in 2001 when she was under 18. Uh, Andrew, I told you to put your Legos away. I stepped on one in the night. Andrew has to file a formal legal uh, response by the 29th of this month. We're looking at him wearing a ceremonial military-ish dress uniform, and I wonder what all the medallions and things are for. Yeah. There's one that says Epstein Island on it, President. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think like uh, others in the family, he was a helicopter pilot. Was he? If I I recall correctly. So, yeah, he he did a military Or did helicopters. Um, Kim Kardashian filed for divorce from Kanye West in February, but the pair are so busy co-parenting their four kids and collaborating professional, it almost seems like they have no plans to split. Doesn't it? Then they were spotted leaving Nobu Malibu together Mm -hmm. and getting into a car to head off into the night. So that's technically no boo-boo. No (laughs) boo-boo. In in the boo. In the boo. No boo in the boo. No boo in the boo. Do they call Malibu the boo? What I'm, you, I'm what calling it now. Call it? I, would. I would call it the boo. Right? What's call uh, it the boo. Jamie Kennedy boo. called it in the yeah. in the movie. Oh, there we go. There yeah, you go. Boo. No Perfect. boo boo. All right. Uh, plus, the pair seems eager to encourage the rumors with Kim showing up in a wedding dress to quote remarry Kanye at his Donda listening party. Donda. Still, a source tells Us Weekly that Kanye is just styling Kim. He's just styling her. That's what it says, and I you. 
Yeah. I okay. don't know the definition of styling. I don't know. And it must be boo talk. Uh that they quote have a more they have more of a friendship and working relationship as they co parent. They're not back together. He's just styling her. Yeah. Right. Just styling. Uh, according to the insider, the reality star will be involved with Kanye's work ventures and he will be involved with hers despite their split. Well, it'd be nice if they can be yeah. um, amicable and all this. Well, and there's a lot at stake. I yeah. mean there's you know, there's a lot of business, there's a lot Empires. of money out there. So uh after by the way, after nixing Keeping Up with the Kardashians, the family is involved in a new Hulu series. A source says that uh, Chloe, Kim, Courtney, and Chris are going to be the focus with Kim's legal studies becoming a focus. Oh, that's going to be riveting. As well, yeah. Yeah, I want to see her cramming for a test. Uh, the uh, They're making uh, the new show somewhat political. If she crammed for the test the way she was cramming in that video that was released early on <laughs> with Ray J, then that I'll watch. Cramming. That was some cramming. Well, uh, they are reportedly embracing having more control and that it is an entirely different concept, huh. to, according to insiders who, who know things. Who cares? I, I, I know. know things. And, what is that the saying? I know things and I drink. I drink and yeah. I know things. Yeah. Uh, Broadway's Aladdin has to go dark to keep COVID-19 under control. Friday's performance was canceled. And all of the shows until October 12th have been canceled due to breakthrough cases being reported within the show's cast and crew. Uh, the show reported to uh, reopen on Tuesday after 18 months of darkness. Uh, and according to Dr. Blythe Admison, the uh, epidemiologist working with Disney Theatrical Productions, uh, this 12-day pause allows the Aladdin Company ample time to ensure that people with breakthroughs recover and any other potential breakthroughs are identified before the Aladdin Company gathers again. So well, they shut it down right away. Quick question. Do you think you could do the uh, do Aladdin as a one-man show? Would that work? Wow. Yeah. You play all the animals? Yeah, maybe. Just running very around. ambitious okay, actor. Okay, now, now I'm a goat. They, they could go for it. <laughs> now I'm a hyena. Now I'm a hyena. Yeah. Now I'm a lad. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, wait, I was just, I, I was thinking. Lion King. Lion, Lion King. King. <laughs> I've lumped them all together. Well, Raj is in this one. Yeah. And there are, you know, elephants. There are animals. Yeah. 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 You weren't so off the mark. Uh, let's see. Pregnant Jennifer Lawrence and longtime friend Amy Schumer got together to march in protest of women's reproductive rights. Uh, Schumer shared a post of them together on Instagram, Instagram writing, I don't have a uterus and she's pregnant, but we're out here. Uh, Lawrence carried a poster as well. Red women can't be free uh, if they lose control of their bodies. And several other celebrities joined marches across the country, including Alyssa Milano, Maria Shriver, Patricia Arquette, and Rosanna Arquette. You know, one name that obviously is not on the list. Hasselhoff. Where is he? What's he hiding? What's he hiding? Uh, despite having stage four cancer, Shannon Doherty uh, is just trying to live her life. Uh, she told Variety, uh, the best example that I can continue to set that I can continue to set for other people with cancer and to the outside world who doesn't have cancer is to show them what a cancer patient looks like. That's we good. we are employable, so for me, I'm just trying to live the best I can to be the best example at this moment. So I wonder if she's at stage four, but that that because um, a lot of the uh, design behind treatments now when you're dealing with cancer is to just keep it at a, at a stasis, like where it doesn't mm-hmm. advance. And they're doing incredible things with that, where they used to be, you know, uh, every every possible way to shrink it or, or get it out of the body. Now they're they're finding out how to sort of mitigate its effect on the body and and keep it where it is. Yeah, I mean I know I'm speaking sure. out of the ass, but she seems to be doing pretty well. I saw her interview it, and she you would never know right. that she has stage four cancer. Right. Uh, let's see here. Jennifer Garner has joined TikTok. I love her. 
Yeah, she's, she's great. so much fun. She, she seems like a, a sweet person. Uh, she hit up the app with a celebratory performance on the 20-year anniversary of her hit show, Alias. And she wrote, we're here, we're older, but we still got it. You know what? You'd never see her at the boo. You know? No. No, no she doesn't She doesn't, she she doesn't, doesn't do the be. boo. No. She, I don't do the boo. Do you do the boo? <laughs> Uh, Garner captioned the TikTok while uh, sharing a longer message on her Instagram. It wrote, 20 years ago this week, tonight, in fact, Alias aired for the first time on ABC. Uh, She wrote on Instagram mentioning the show's September 30th, 2001 premiere date. She said, if you're an idea born of J.J. Abrams' brain, you're a big one. J.J.'s ambitious imagination pushed every department of the crew of Alias through and past the norm. It was so much fun. And did you watch any of that series? I did not. I did. She was played. Good? Yes, it was very good. Okay. She she played a real badass vixen kind of um, character, and um, they really played off. It's funny because it seems to be the antithesis of, of what she really is. Right. Is, but she was playing sort of a real, you know, sexy, sort of deadly character. So she could she could uh, take on yes. any type of personality yes. role or something like that. That right. was what was behind that, right? Right. Yeah. And that lasted a few seasons, it did. didn't it? It did. did very well. And it launched her career. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that, that's where, where's my car? I think that's where um, Michael Giacchino got his start with um, JJ as well, isn't it? Lost. I thought it, they, I thought they did uh, Alias together. Maybe. But you know what? It's quite possible. Take a look and uh, Let's see. Let's ask Kathy. Dig that up. Yeah, Kathy? Yeah, they did. I okay. don't know. Yeah, they, uh, and uh, Alias was on from 2001 to 2006, and then uh, Lost came after that, Steve. There you go. Uh, and by the way, uh, she also had poked some fun at herself, revealing that she had texted about this, uh, who she thought was her Alias co-star, Carl Lumbly, only to find out she had texted the wrong person. She had texted a stranger. Somehow or another, she, <laughs> oh, she just funny. was trying to, I guess, put in his number. Right. And the, she texted the person who got back and said wrong number. And then she goes, it's me. You know, yeah. they, they, I guess they thought they were joking. Uh, and she sent a selfie of herself. And the person got back and was like, no, I, it's <laughs> not me. But this, you know. Oh, well. How cool would that be? Yeah, you get Jennifer Gardner. Now you've got Jennifer's number. Or her ex-husband, Ben Affleck, who played Batman. That'd be nice, too. Uh, Alyssa Milano's uncle, I don't know if you remember this or not, uh, Mitchell Carp is his name. He needs heart surgery. Is this the one that was at the car accident? Yeah, following their August car accident. So they were in the car together. Yeah. He's driving, has a medical episode. She grabs the wheel. They crash. Yeah. And she's got to get him out of the car right. and start CPR and all this stuff. It was really a horrible thing to have happen, but, uh, you know, he's still alive and he needs, he needs, uh, um, heart surgery. Uh, she told uh, Entertainment Tonight that uh, he has care at home, and they're trying to build up his strength to get open heart surgery. So that's kind of where we are now. So that's pretty terrifying. Yeah, no kidding. All right, so Russia is about to beat NASA to filming the first full-length movie in space, and it's happening this week. Uh, the Russian space agency Roscosmos. Uh, plans to launch a two-person film crew to the International Space Station aboard a Soyuz rocket uh, this week. But the weird thing is is that it's a sequel to Night at the Roxbury. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, actress Yulia Parasild and director Klim Shipenko Klim! are set to climb aboard the spacecraft with cosmonaut Anton uh, Shkaplerov. Does everyone have scripts? Lifting off from Kazakhstan uh, tomorrow at 4.55 a.m. Eastern wow. time. Wow. Yeah. 
Uh, um, you know, the, so the, the big deal, Tom Cruise was desperately trying correct. to be the first one. So Shklaplerov will tally his fourth space flight as he pilots the spaceship on the space station. Uh, Parasild uh, and Shapinko are scheduled to spend 10 days filming on Russia's side with the help of cosmonauts. Uh, in the movie called Challenge, uh, Parasild plays a doctor who launches to the ISS to save a cosmonaut. Um, she said in a recent news conference, I'm not afraid, uh, but she still added, but fear is normal. Uh, she is poised to beat Tom Cruise to become the first actor to film in space. NASA announced last year that it was in talks with Cruise about filming a movie on the ISS, but no timeline was ever publicized. Uh, Roscosmos announced its own space movie mission a few months later, sending out a casting call for actresses to star in it. Uh, the agency ultimately tapped uh, Parasild and reshuffled its space schedule to make an October launch possible. This is pretty cool. Now, if they wanted to do something really audacious, they would shoot a Western up uh, there uh, uh, because, uh, you know, with the green screen. But I, I'm sur- I'm curious as to what the plot of the movie will be. Well, I said she's a doctor going up to save a... Oh, a, I thought that's actually what she was. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> she's, she's an actress. Yeah, okay. So she's a doctor. It's called Challenge, and she plays a doctor who launches to the ISS to save a cosmonaut. So I gotcha. Okay. So they had to get somebody up there quickly. I gotcha. Uh, okay. So I, I assume that's uh, that's how they're going to play this off. So They told these and called me in the morning. Uh, uh, Parasild and Chepenko are set to return to Earth on another Soyuz spaceship on October 16th, landing in Kazakhstan uh, just after midnight the next day. Uh, Shkapelrov, I have a tough time with these names, will stay aboard the station and will carry out a six-month shift while cosmonaut uh, Oleg Novitsky yes. will finish his shift and return home with the film crew. I'm back. Uh, it, NASA astronaut, in American news up there, uh, Mark Vandy He and cosmonaut uh, Peter Dubrov, who flew up to the ISS with Novitsky, <laughs> are giving up their return seats for the actress and director, and they're going to stay there longer. The two men will instead return to Earth in March after spending nearly a year in space. Could you imagine being up there? Wow. That's a year. Pretty amazing. Wow. What is the long... Nick, can you just do a quick ah. check? I think it was... Good question. Yeah, who's, who had the well, longest Hatfield time? was up there for a while, I right? think he was, yeah. And, I, I'm, you know, when you return, obviously, you've no matter how much exercising, and they do have resistance equipment up there to sort of keep your muscles, you know, in, in shape, yeah, you it, have it's got to be wild when you return to gravity... And have to deal with that. So, uh, Russian cosmonauts spent um, 437 days on board Mir in the the mid 90s. Uh, I'm not sure what the longest space station stay is, though. So here we go. Vand uh, Vandehe's mission will be the longest space flight ever completed by an American, breaking the previous record held by astronaut Scott Kelly. Okay, uh, but I don't know. I think that's just an American. I think there may have been another uh, yeah, the nationality. Ru- the Russian one was uh, mid 90s, and so that was a little bit longer. Okay. Uh, after becoming a global star with Netflix's Bridgerton, Roger Jean Page is staying in business with the streaming service for a new heist thriller. Ooh. Uh, the untitled project hails from writer-director Noah Hawley, the prolific TV creator known for Fargo and Legion. And the project will reteam Page with uh, the Russo brothers, who Would recently you... directed him in Chris Evans's and Ryan Gosling's upcoming The Gray Man for Netflix. Cool. Would you watch that, Kathy? Because because uh, he's in it. Would you follow him to another series, or uh, did it? Does it have to be Bridgerton or I nothing? Don't know. I don't know if that's uh, my type of show. All right. Uh, let's see. A couple other quick things. Uh, IMDb is developing Cool Intentions. 
inspired by the film starring Sarah Michelle Gellar, which was in turn inspired by the film and book Dangerous Liaisons. Which was in turn inspired uh, by Steamboat Willie. This TV show will follow step-siblings who will stop at nothing to win. Did you like that movie? I did not see it. It was of its time. It was. It had the stars, the up-and-comers, you yeah. know, and... Uh, it was a little bit salacious, and uh, it's it's fun. Yes. It's, it's a junk food kind of dynasty feel to it. Uh, Sarah Michelle Geller, who was the other girl? Selma they Blair. Yeah, they kissed yeah. in that. That was a big yeah. titillating thing. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, Reese Witherspoon's ex, what's his name? Oh, uh, Ryan, Ryan Philippi. Ryan Philippi, Ryan Philippi. Yeah. he's in that. I yeah. do remember that. George Kennedy. So IMDb TV is back by Amazon and will also be home to a Bosch spinoff and currently airs a T- it airs a TNT revival of Leverage. Uh, Sopranos creator David Chase signed a new mega deal with HBO's parent company, Warner Media. And he has inked a five-year first-look deal with company-developed content, but no word on what that might include. My, I wonder if it's going to be um, a, a series extension of uh, The Saints of Newark. I wonder. Uh, the, the announced deal coincides with the release of The Many Saints of Newark. Yeah. So many speculate, like you, Steve, that more Sopranos material is to come. And, uh, you know, Why they're going to have a built-in audience yeah. right away. And then one last thing. Uh, David Duchovny and Nia Long are boarding the untitled Netflix comedy starring Jonah Hill with Kenya Barris set to, to direct. And several others are on board, too, including Eddie Murphy and Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Huh. But I have no information on what that might be about. Yeah. Uh, I would imagine with Eddie, we're talking a comedy. Uh, uh, but and some money behind it. David Duchovny is going to get on board for that. All right. Uh, mystery clips. Oh, oh yep. All right, we're all playing. We're yep. hands on buzzers. It's a couple minutes earlier than we're used to ending, so that's why I don't have it uh, available yet. So we'll play a clip. <laughs> oh man, are the clips over? No, they are. That's how much of a mystery it, they are. There, you're not going to get any of them. All right, we'll try. We'll, uh, we'll try with this one. All right, let's just. Am I ready? I am ready. Here we go. And then immediately when when, uh, the first day we worked together, it it was incredibly comforting and and just this best feeling. You know, I've never gotten to reprise a role. I think that's pretty rare in general. And then they get to do it with a friend that you've known for 21 years to take a journey like that with them is immeasurably special. Quentin Tarantino. (laughs) Mm. Uh, Mm. Close, close. I have no idea who is it. Georgia Fox. (laughs) All right. Who's that? It was not. I don't know. And it Georgia know. spells her name J O R J A. So it could be oh. Jorge Fox. Who uh, knows? No, I think you're right. It's Georgia Fox because I remember mispronouncing that name one time and I have no idea who she is or what she's promoting. But congratulations. We'll, we'll find Marissa out after the clips. <laughs> Okay. Right, let's do. Uh, oh, uh, Marissa, description of that, please. When the fate of the entire crime lab is at a risk of the new team of investigators must seek help with old friends Gil Grissom, Sarah Siddle, and David Hodges in CSI Vegas. Ah, yeah, I know. CSI who she Vegas. Is. CSI. Okay. Oh yeah. CSI Vegas was the original CSI, was it not? Yes, uh, it was. Yeah, I think it was. It was just called CSI, CSI but they were they in made Las Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, yeah. So now they're calling it CSI, CSI Vegas, Vegas, and they're. They're kind of re. They're getting that group back together. Back together. I remember her. Yeah, she's got the split between her teeth. Mm-hmm. There you go. If you ever seen a picture, would have signature look. Yeah. Premieres right. uh, this Sunday on, or this Wednesday on CBS. Nice. All right. Next clip. All right, mystery guest. Let's see who it is. Every character has depth and has vulnerability, so you really care about them. So when I was reading, I was kind of hoping no one was the killer because you like all of them. Uh, so someone obviously had to be the killer, and um, it is a very exciting twist, and I'm excited for people to see it. 
I have no Hi, idea. Hi, Grandma. Nick, I have a guess of what it's about. Okay. Uh, I still know what you did last summer. All right. Uh, well, I don't know. Oh. So I'm going to give it that. <laughs> it's not the actress's name. Okay. If it's not three points, if Nick gets it right, it should be one point at least. Oh, do I get one point? Yeah. Marissa? Uh, a teenager who moves to Hawaii to live with her grandmother confronts her past as people from her school are murdered in There's Someone Inside Your House. Oh, oh. no points. And who is the actress? Jesse LaTourette. Jesse okay. Ventura. The, Jesse, Jesse, Jesse the Ventura. Yeah. No wonder we didn't get it. <laughs> she said Sounds nothing he changed like his him. voice. For the entire fit role. I'm doing the school. Yeah, wow. I ain't got time to bleed. Yeah, right. I'm having my period, but I ain't got okay. time to bleed. Chris? Netflix this Wednesday. All right, thank you very much. Oh, from the producers of Stranger Things. I love mystery clips from time yeah. to time. All right, if it's the producers of Stranger Things. And, and the Conjuring Universe, it said. It might be worth a look. Uh, yeah. All right. All right, that's it. Your entertainment report for today. Uh, we have Daybreak. That's a beautiful thing. We have money to give away. That's a beautiful thing. And we have some guests on the program. Also beautiful. So I see we have a beautiful Monday before us. It's going to be a beautiful show, Preston. Thank Get you, Gannon. Down and entertain wow. those people. We are gonna we're gonna take a break. <laughs> we're gonna take a break <laughs> and we will be back. I still think this is the most beautiful music to wake up it's to. Pastoral and gorgeous. We'll take a break and we'll be right back. Stay with us. Camp Out for Hunger is coming soon, Monday, November 1st at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center complex. This difficult year has made it even harder for area families struggling with food insecurity. With the Camp Out Business Challenge, Subaru of America is encouraging area companies to get involved and make a difference. Donate the most food and the Preston and Steve show will be headed to your place of business and do their show live for your employees. Prizes for the top three business challenge donations, including a live Pierre Robert broadcast from your business and a $20,000 advertising campaign on MMR for your company. It's great team building for your staff and goes a long way to accomplish the Fill Abundance mission. Drive hunger from our communities today and end hunger for good. Go to WMMR.com for complete details on the Subaru Business Challenge with 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. May I do a couple of quick shout-outs? Oh, absolutely. Actually, I missed one last week, and uh, it was supposed to be on October 1st. And well, today is October 1st. I can live with that. Let's just go with that. Uh, so this email said, hey, my name is Melissa Harkin. I was hoping you could do a shout-out for my husband, Con Harkin. Well, oh, that's a cool name. Con, C-O-N. Uh, we met in high school and started dating in 2012. We traveled to DCCC. Uh, wheel traveling to DCCC at Selwyn County Community College, right? Uh-huh. I think it's wild is what it's supposed to be. Uh, he introduced me to the President and Steve show every morning. Uh, we listen to you guys. That was, what were you going to? Uh, I know what you were thinking. <laughs> No, I wasn't thinking anything. I was right, thinking anyway, about delicious my um, protein bar. I saw a look on his face. Anyhow, uh, that was over nine years ago, and we listen to you daily, even if it has to be through the daily rush. Uh, he's the best friend and now husband I could ask for, and I can't afford much this year, but I know that this will make his day. Uh, Khan's birthday is October 2nd, but we'll be attending my grandmother's funeral that day. Ooh, sorry to hear that. Uh, I was hoping to surprise him with the shard out on Friday, October 1st, because we'll be listening on the drive up to New York. Sorry, guys. I, I apologize that I missed it. Uh, you guys rock. I can't imagine spending a day without listening to your morning show. Much love, Melissa uh. Abrams. So here's a shard out. And uh, happy birthday to you, sir. 
Um, this one says, hey, Preston, my name is Jeremy Huffman, turning 25 on Monday. I was wondering if I could get a nice, juicy one from you and the gang. I'm a daily listener and text in to uh, MMR a lot, uh, whether it be my countless hours of driving or just uh, tuning in to get my thre- through, uh, get my to get my through my work day. Okay. To get my through. It happens. Uh, every DJ at the station helps get me through uh, everyday life in some way. Music is a major part of my life, so is comedy, which uh, MMR exceeds at so well. Uh, work usually sucks, uh, but laughing my ass off at everything you guys do and say in the morning sets my mood. Uh, thanks a bunch. So that is from Jeremy Huffman. So there's a shout out to you. And then one last one. Uh-huh. Now, shut up about all this stuff. Hey, guys, uh, I wanted to give a huge 44th birthday shout-out to my twin sister, Ellie. I was born first, so she always says that she got tired of my crap and kicked me out. (laughs) Uh, My favorite twin from day one. We have always been by each other's side. Uh, She's an amazing wife who just celebrated 20 years with her husband, Dave, and loving mother to two kids. Uh, To celebrate this year, uh, she and I got matching tattoos but this would make her day even better. So the tattoos they got so right. great, and I think it was a close up. So I don't know if there was on their legs or arms, but each one of them has one of the Wonder Twins. Oh, that's cool! So, when they, so put they put them together. Put them together, they're doing the Wonder Twins activate oh, thing. That's it. great. So he says, uh, "Love you, twin. Your slightly older older twin brother, Bill." So that's from Bill Dennis. Uh, to his twin sister Ellie, so that's a shout out. That's a great. I, I like that concept of yeah. um, like like you know they used to years ago they used to sell what they call the mitzvah coins where people are in love and they're like broken in half and you put yeah. them together. Yeah. So if you could have something that if you're to you know yeah two tattoos hand to hand or whatever put them together a tattoo that's and it cool. makes one I like yeah. that. My sister in law is giving birth to twins um, this week, like probably. Today, tomorrow, Wednesday, like some, they're she's full term right now, so they're going to induce her. But um, yeah, we're going to have twins in the. I bet everybody's wow. excited about oh, that. Oh, everybody's right? so excited, and this is also their first uh, first babies, so they don't know any difference. So I think they'll yeah. be all right. <laughs> right, yeah, and we were the same way when uh, when we were pregnant with Parker. We were like, wouldn't it be cool if we had twins, uh-huh. and they would have a you know a brother or sister, and uh, my, my sister in law, uh, Mary, uh, her first were twins, and uh, seven later she stopped. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so Nine kids. <laughs> yeah. But uh, twins uh, can be first time out. Bit of a handful, I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Hey, I noticed a couple things. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> I didn't even know that. Over the course wow. of the weekend, I did indeed. The noticer is yeah. taking a bit of noticing time from the weekend, mm-hmm. and now will tell us what he noticed. Well, one of the things I noticed is the best at noticing things. Whether it be down an empty alley or across a vacant field, he'll notice it so you don't have to. I noticed That's something about you. Really? Yes, I did. The announcer really me, Steve. Yeah, he's really Steve oh. announcer. Uh, I noticed you started putting up your uh, decorations this weekend. I did. Uh, and so, therefore, I noticed this particular story, the number one spot for the most Halloween decorations, meaning which state yes. has more Halloween decorations than all the others. Anybody want to guess before I reveal? Oh, uh, I'm going to go Massachusetts. All right. Anybody else? Uh, that's a good one. Uh, I'm trying to think where... Oops. What <laughs> might embrace it the most, but I'm probably wrong. Let's go. Yeah, I want to, wherever Stephen King lives, I'll, I'll plug it. <laughs> Maine? Maine, yeah. No. What about California? Nope. New not York? even in the top five. None right. of those are in the top five. You're, you're not going to get this. Guam? I already see it. Number one is Utah. No Utah! Yeah. Right? No! They got Isn't nothing that, else going on. No! Isn't that... Uh, yes. Mormon land. Yeah, it's Mormon land, that's... and I would think that, uh, you know... Dabbling in uh, Halloween, drinking would, coffee would be yeah. That's it. Ooh. Ooh. 
It's a Mr. Coffee. They're allowed to now. I know. Uh, so, yeah, this is according to a new study by Lombardo Homes, uh, and they awarded Utah the number one after analyzing over a thousand Halloween decoration Google search at terms. Don't you find so that? So it's one of those things. Oh, uh, yeah. It's, 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 um, it's sort of speculative. It's light uh, right. uh, evidence. Uh, to see how Sketchy, popular they the, say. the spooky holiday is it's in each state. But their calculations came to Utah being number one, Illinois number two, New Jersey is third. Uh, I'll buy New oh. Jersey, yeah. Followed by Texas and New Mexico. Uh, no. No? No. This list is incorrect. <laughs> so the skeleton is apparently the most popular item. Uh, how do you state. know that isn't actually people in Utah who just died and rotted? Right. <laughs> and and nobody cared. Yeah. And just I've, left them there. I've seen... A, you see the skeletons on Lou's front lawn? I've seen a lot more skeletons out. Like, it used to be, as far as decorations go, it used to be, like, cutesy Halloween stuff, and, and they've really, like, stepped it up. You can't really find just, like, a little pumpkin or jack-o'-lantern like it's a lot of skeleton and scary stuff so a hot hot item and casey posted a picture sent a picture of of this to us the other day is this 12 foot tall skeleton yeah yeah Yeah. um i was reading an article about it the other day i don't know where they sell it but maybe it's like home depot or home depot has had it yeah also Mm. good luck because there's i went the other day it's not it wasn't even october and they were sold out yeah. No. Yep, people are buying in early. Buying yeah. it up. I mean, this thing is gigantic, and the way my neighbor has it placed, it's perfect because it's, like, right bef- uh, by a curve. So, like, you're coming right around, and, <laughs> and it's just Boom. there. And then, Steve, you'll love this because I know that you're, yeah. I mean, you're a true patriot when it comes to I am. God uh, bless. God bless Halloween <laughs> decorations. But this dude has it lit perfectly with, like, purple lights and everything. Uh, so, at night, you can definitely see it as That's well. That's the way you do it. Again, you know my, my whole system. I can explain to anyone. But it, it, it's the lighting. And it's not it's not the lights within it. It's, you know, uh, spotlights and, and, and accent lights. That's how you get the scare going. We're looking at it. It's, it's pretty Freaking cool. It's gigantic. Yeah. It's absolutely huge. How and much does one of those run you? Takes a lot to put together. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That I've not looked up. Nick, if you could do a quick search on 12-foot yeah. skeleton. Because this one right here that we were watching the video in our studio, yeah. that's not, that that was a, a, a very, very elaborate one. Uh, but that one looked pretty. That's, that's pretty cool. That's looked taller than 12 feet, too. Yeah, yeah. There's um, a house by, <laughs> by. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, I mean, anywhere $350 from... at Best yeah. Buy. through Amazon, uh, and Home Accent sells it for $1,000. That one has the pumpkin head on it. But free shipping. Oh, free shipping. Too. There's no nightmare. <laughs> we yeah. brought our, uh, well, I brought our Grim Reaper up yesterday, and that is a great, uh, because it's not life-size, but it's a little bit smaller than life-size, but it's a great decoration because it goes from Halloween uh, to Christmas, because then it becomes a... Uh, Christmas Reaper. Well, the ghost of Christmas future, Kathy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. It can make the transition. Mm-hmm. A lot of my stuff, like eviscerated zombies, don't quite make that leap either. No. Christmas. That's a uh, yeah. Put a delightful hat on them. Uh-oh. However, red hat. what I found, and I do this, and listen, you, you you can accrue the stuff over the years as you start to collect if you're put, doing Just a Halloween thing. Fill your basement and have nowhere yeah, to walk. Right. That's but the I, thing. I go to, uh, I go to um, a couple of sites that provide for haunted attractions around the country, and you can <laughs> buy you directly do. from them. Whoa. Yeah, but you're not going to buy the 55,000 dragon that spits fire, but they have a couple of lower level things you can pick up. You do have like a little hidden room in your basement, though, where all the horror... There, there is a room in my basement <laughs> that is, I have about 11 
animatronic horror figures that yeah. Dr. Mike has gotten me over the years. My wife is so terrified to go into you that room. Go, yeah. She don't, won't even go into the room. I wouldn't either. Yeah. There's a house in my neighborhood that has, uh, like the skeleton, but it's a giant spider. And then it ha- comes, like the spider web comes off the roof of yeah, the house yeah, yeah. and it's down. Cool. It's pretty cool. And when I drove by, I thought, okay, that, like, that's it. So it's big, but like, that's their only decoration. So you could go, like, really big. Just get one sure. thing, and yeah. that's your decoration, as I opposed actually, to like 900 small things. Like a few me. years ago, I looked up how to do a giant um, spider, spider web on your on your the front of your house, and it uses ropes yes. instead of uh, you know the standard like cotton stuff that you that buy, was, which yeah. is kind of that was not durable. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's a process, but it's one big. Yeah, you're, you're like this is it. This is our this is our theme right here. Uh, by the way, a lot of people are texting in about the 12 foot tall skeleton, and this one says it all. It says, I bought the 12 foot tall skeleton in June, was delivered June 30th. They come out in June and they sell out in June. Yeah. Like you have to order them ahead of time. Yeah. And they're, 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 they come and that's go crazy. immediately. And that's why now they're like $800. I bought a lot of my stuff that is currently on my lawn. I bought it, you know, February, January. Yeah. You, you buy well out of season yeah. and then you can get all this can stuff. You, can you buy literally like on November 2nd and do all right for next year? Or is yeah. That, I yeah. Mean, like, or maybe go to your house, Steve, and buy, <laughs> buy stuff that you don't want next year. And, yeah. You know, port it over for 2022. It's it's slim pickings, though. That's I what mean, I'm thinking. It's going yeah. to be, There's actually I mean, replicas of the actual. Slim pick. You know, it's all going to be like Christmas stuff. And, you know, with that said, right. you know, you're probably better off getting your Christmas stuff like right now. By the way, there's Christmas trees at Lowe's. Yeah. Just I think you Kathy, correct me if I'm wrong. I think you're going to pay, you'll pay a premium right now if you're buying for Christmas, right? Are, are we, because we're into the zone, right? I mean, it, they're out. They're, they're, yeah. they're, the boxes are out. You can buy an artificial Christmas tree at Lowe's and Home Depot nice. if you'd like. Yeah. Um, Steve, do you have a hard time, though? Because I do. Getting, like, once you start to get some new decorations and you know that the old old ones have to go, like, do you have a hard time getting getting rid of those? So, so I did a purge last year. I, the great thing about Halloween decorations is that is that the more crappy they look, the better. Like, the older and more torn yeah. up they look, it's like, this is perfect. Uh, so I, I did a purge, and I kind of have a storage area that I promised myself when I exceed that storage area, that's where, Something's that's where go. I'll stop. Okay. Uh, I have not exceeded that area. Oh, so, yeah. oh yeah. so you can fill it and I, then... Yes. Oh, yeah. So, see, um, I have a hard... And I want to get rid of, like, some stuff, but I just can't... I don't know what to... Because it's all so great. Yeah. <laughs> Kathy, are you yeah. saying you have difficulty throwing something away? Mm, well, that's because, crazy. But, you, you've developed a sentimental attachment to something? But listen, not because... Like, if it was... Like, I just threw away uh, a scarecrow that I've had for a long time because it was sitting outside and I'm like, that thing is so old and gross. So, no, you know what I mean? Like, that... Oh. But that, so, like, that something works, that's though. still a functional yeah. decoration right. that isn't Trash? Yes, I. I will Steve's right. Anything that's old and gross is like kind of cool for Halloween. I have a rotting Grim Reaper that has fallen apart. That I that I like I've rebounded together, yeah. and it looks better than when I bought it because mm-hmm. it's been pissed on, and there's yeah. raccoons <laughs> and had babies yeah, in yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's supposed to look like that. Hey, Nick, by the way, I think, yeah. oh, sorry, Nick. I think it had like actual mold growing on it. Uh, so I was like, yeah. perfect. Yeah. This yeah. Is perfect. Yeah, you want to bring that into your house? Yeah, throw some anthrax on it too. I did Bates Motel on uh, Friday night, actually Saturday night as well. But I went through on Friday night. It is awesome. Uh, because I want to do the walking hayride. I did the walking hayride. Uh, you went both nights? Well, so my daughter and her friends went Friday night, and my son and his friends went uh, okay. Saturday night. So I went through on Friday night. Saturday night, I just dropped off and picked up. But um, And rating on the walkthrough? Rating, I, I like the walkthrough better than the hayride. So you're walking the course that you'd get if you were to do the hayride traditionally. Yep. And Casey, you were sort of saying that uh, it is it actually amps up 
Yeah. Everything. You go as fast or as slow as you want. Yeah. And uh, and everything is is lit perfectly, right? I had zero problems like walking right. through through the path and everything like that. You know, the the, the sounds and, and all that stuff. It awesome. Also ran into female Joe Pesci while waiting in line for the uh for I the, saw that. I know. For, yeah. Uh the what is that the the corn maze. Yeah. But female Joe Pesci tags her mm-hmm. that's your moniker, female Joe Pesci. Yeah, she's a um uh what would you call that? Graffiti. Graffiti artist, thank you. Artist. 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 <laughs> I don't know. Artist. Okay. Why don't you call him a graffiti artist? Yeah, she's, she's a, a tagger. She's a tagger. She's a tagger. Yeah. Okay. A tartist. So Casey had a good time. I did. Excellent. I have decorations. Uh, the By the way, besides skeletons, this study found that pumpkins, spiders, and spider webs, witches, and bats are some of the top decoration choices across the nation. Really? Okay. Gosh, that's weird for Isn't that Halloween. weird? Halloween. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think something more traditional. The study also discovered that the average person spends $145 per year on Halloween decorations. <laughs> Do you buy buy new stuff every year? Yes. How much do you think you spend? Is my wife listening now? (laughs) He gets like the real things. Mm -hmm. His stuff is not cheap in any way. Here's what I do, but it's when I buy it. That's the difference. Is a lot of times I, I buy it when well out of season. So that it's like a lot of it is overstock from the year before from these places. Mm-hmm. And so uh, to me, yesterday I had, there's a, the little girl who lives next door. She's a sweetheart. And she was waiting for me to turn the lights on on, on the <laughs> setup. And I, and, and I, the lights went on and she's out front with her neighbors. Her, our neighbors are just awesome. And she's standing out front. She's looking and she's ooing and eyeing. And for me, it's like a gift to the neighborhood. Oh, yeah. They love it. And people like to see it because I'm right at a stop sign. And people stop, and they, they you hear them talking from their cars, and they ooh ah, and they're they're enjoying it. And it, again, it's not there are houses that do a thousand times more than I do, but I'm placed in a good position, and so people like it. And to me, that's the wonderful part of the whole thing, you know. Nice, excellent. All right, well, Utah, according to this study, no, believe it or not, is number one in the country for uh, the amount of homes that uh, decorate. All right, I noticed uh, a couple other stories. You notice we notice more stuff now. We're moving on from Halloween. Uh, you know what I notice. Those poor private jet flyers are facing increasing delays and cancellations and lack of available flights. Thank you for bringing this up because I could not get to sleep last night worrying about how Learjet owners are getting through all of this. Uh, The industry struggles to serve a record number of new flyers while facing supply chain troubles. So these aren't aren't the plane owners. These are people that are chartering private jets. The slumming class. I thought you would love this just because of the... (laughs) Just because of All right. this. Okay, so, but I've, yes. I've heard that it's not outrageous. Like, if... if it is not. If the six of us wanted to go someplace, and it's not cheap, but there no. are conveniences I actually to went to, 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 a, to a trade thing, believe it or not, and it happened to be tied into something that my neighbor at the time was doing, where you would go, and they, were, they had these companies that had these charter right. jets, and they had it broken down to... How many passengers on board would make it this amount, and how right. many? And you're right; it it is feasible. I mean, you're not paying, you know, right. discount airline fares or whatever. But but there are, I guess, advantages to doing it. So it's not it's not super rich, tons of money. Or but if you're, fill, if you're filling up a private jet with as many people who would be on a regular right. airliner, it's a lot. Who cares? Is it? It's a yes, lot. Yes, yeah, so my friend okay. just looked into it. Okay, she okay. she just looked into it. She she was like, we can do this. We can go to, she wanted to go down to Florida and it was to, to send two, like, you know, I guess it would be about two families. And an um, alpaca. No, mm-hmm. it was, I think it was about $40,000. Okay, per okay. person? Okay. Yeah. No, Never mind. Uh, no, but, and listen, and it, it it's the price of, because you have to, you have to fill the jet with fuel. 
fuel. So okay. the yeah. price of the fuel is like ridiculous. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, whatever other fees. 40000 for how many people? It would have been like two families. Like she was trying to price it out ten to people. see. She, at first, she was. Oh. I don't even think it was ten. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, just yeah, giving you a rough may, family. Maybe size. that. Yeah. Like she was first pricing it out. Let's for go her, to her, Florida for four thousand for herself. Like she wanted to go with her husband and her two kids, and then she was like, "All right, wait. If we put some other people right. on the plane, maybe we could get this done." And then she looked at me. She was like, "Yeah, no, not so much." Yeah. So the flood of, of new private jet customers, driven by health concerns during the pandemic and the rapid creation of wealth, is now. T- Taxing an industry geared for slower growth, a shortage of new and used planes, delays getting aircraft parts, crew and pilot shortages, catering snafus. Oh my God! And air traffic problems are combining to create a growing number of delays Where and cancellations. Are our scones. Uh, so customers who pay five or six figures for their dream flights are now learning that even private jets encounter delays and logistics problems. So the, this guy, uh, Doug Golan, who is the founder of Private Jet Card Comparisons, which is a website that reviews jet card programs, he said these people who spend $200,000 and they want perfection. You know, Steve, it's gotten so bad. I actually, I think it was over the weekend, I saw an infomercial. Uh, for private jets? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, there were people who they were trying to raise money. McLaughlin. So many people can't fly private these days or can't afford to buy their own jets. By the way, this chihuahua is going to get killed. <laughs> a uh, private jet uh, private jet companies and owners are scrambling to find pilots. Uh, finding cabin crew is also becoming difficult and costly. Shortages and delays are also hurting the availability of aircraft parts, which means that repairs that should take a day or two are now taking a week or more. Have you ever flown in a... Uh, taking planes out of circulation. Private no. jet or Learjet? Nope. Something I've never done. I've flown in a very small commuter jet yeah uh, um and i've flown in uh, prop planes you know but mm-hmm. uh yeah i've flown in private prop yeah. planes but never in a private jet right never done that okay she texted me it was thirty thousand not four oh no. we just saved 10 grand yeah yeah <laughs> sorry uh that's so, the way you do it let me go back and talk to my manager what i what i thought was funny and the, the reason i brought this up is this entire uh section right here yeah it says, even catering has become a source of customer complaints. God damn it. Private jet customers typically call in their catering order a day or two before the flight, but many of the new flyers are calling it in the night before, which has created a mad... I ma- said Wetzel's pretzels. Which has created a, <laughs> a mad scramble for the caterers trying to source and make their meals and line up the right wine or spirits that clients are requesting. So, uh, Golan says... Say you've got a client who ordered Belvedere vodka, and that <laughs> caterer could only get Grey Goose. Right. What so, is this piss? So the customer gets on the plane, and he's ticked off that he's paying all this money and what? saying, Why didn't I get my Belvedere vodka? Where's my Belvedere vodka? Yes. <laughs> Mr. Belvedere was my favorite sitcom, and Belvedere's my favorite vodka. Now, listen. All right. With a little perspective here, I, it, it, it is... Ridiculous to, you know, consider these things when, you know, you're on your way to do your gig today at the gas station or wherever you work. Uh, and, and also, but if you were spending that much money, you would want exactly what you paid for. I would be so, you know, what I mean? you know it's like when anytime you've rented a limo and they have a little tub of, uh, of uh, ice with some uh, loose cans of Coke and like, oh, my God, I know, soda. I know. Yeah. I was. It was one time way back when we had rented a limo and we opened up and, and right. like the, the beverage thing was full. We're like, oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> Sprite. But peanuts. They got peanuts in little packets. Uh. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. 
Those are the little things that make uh, it. We, we'd be easy exciting. To, I know. We yeah. should. We should. Well, maybe it's time for us to. We've talked about starting up our own limo jet company. God, a yeah. private jet. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> President Steve Airlines. Our old company did have its own they yeah. did. aircraft. Oh, yeah, we never uh, it was a turboprop plane, and, just and we never got to go on it. Kathy's constantly mentioning it'd be nice to get us on that. <laughs> Marissa went on Marissa it. Went what? On Remember, oh, she that's won, right. She won something. Uh, what was that, Marissa? Yeah, it was like an innovation contest. Right. And yeah. The group of people that I was with won. It was me, Chuck D'Amico, Francesca, a whole bunch of people that don't work here anymore. I think Nick Murphy, you won it the following year, right? Yeah, so Nick Murphy and I were both on the air. Oh, where did you go? We flew to Raleigh? Boston. Oh, Boston. Okay. Where, uh, That's over a half-hour flight. I know. It was very short. Where yeah. It's a longer drive from here to the Northeast Airport <laughs> than it was on the plane. <laughs> but you got on, and they had, like, little snacks and little cup holders. Wow. And, and what cup did you holders. do in Boston, yeah. right? By the way, you <laughs> will notice cup holders <laughs> for your cups. Did you just go for, like, lunch or something? Yeah, we met with the uh, boss up there. We went Okay. to the Four Seasons for lunch, and then Ooh. we Did went we go to the Four to the Seasons when we went there? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Uh, that, we had to drive. That would be awesome, though, being able to zip up Boston, have lunch, come back. Yeah. You know? It was so, pretty It's an adventure. Uh, but it is nice. Anyhow, um, you're, uh, the rest of us are never going to get that opportunity. <laughs> Where's my Mr. Belvedere collection on Blu-ray? Um, Powerball's going to be like $700 million on Wednesday. You're right. So maybe we... Maybe uh, we do. That if we win... I'm taking everybody on it. What, what's a G5? What is it? Is that the, the, mo- the most recent Learjet? The G5? I think they do have a G6. A G6? Do they really? Yeah. I what are they so. going for, Nick? If you could do a quick... Yeah. I, I'm, it's time to really price these out. Well, you yeah. looked that up. I believe Powerball's tonight as well. It's, oh, it's, it? they, they, it's now Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. Oh, you know what? I read that and I thought that was a mistake. Yeah. What? Okay. What? So they're doing that. Uh, wow. Okay. All right. So I got to swing by chose today. Yeah. So well, I hit the Powerball on Saturday. Steve, a brand new G6 private jet will cost between sixty-five and sixty-eight million dollars. That's oh, doable. That. No problem. That's doable if you have. Lottery. If you involve your friends, Preston. Uh, that's true. If you involve sixty-five friends. Pre-owned models are available starting at around twenty-five million. Oh. Uh, whether you're looking to buy, sell, or yeah. lease a Gulfstream G650, our advisors, it says here, can guide you through every step of the. Process. Yeah, it's just a little dinged up, but it'll get you where you're going. <laughs> right. That's what you're looking for in air travel. Eh, we've had a few mishaps. Wow. All right. Uh, let's see what else. All right. On the other side of things, if you want a unique wedding venue, uh, this is it. Uh, Bronwyn Stevenson owns Shotgun Ceremonies in Seattle and recently opened her, moved her business from Pioneer Square to a shipping container. Ooh, romantic. Uh, an area with artisan and craft businesses housed in trailers, an area called uh, the Georgetown Trailer Park Mall. Uh, and apparently you can uh, get budget weddings in a shipping container. You know, they're using shipping containers for apartments in certain cities. Right. I mean, they're refurbishing them. Uh, look, Steve- look at this up on the screen here, Gavin. Oh, that's kind of cute. Yeah. So Stevenson said that uh, she believes her business to be the only shipping container wedding chapel in the United (laughs) States. Wouldn't it be great if you took your private jet to fly there? And yeah, get yeah. Married in this the is where it is. Container. Yeah. Well, that's how you afford the private jet. You don't spend on anything else. Uh, the venue offers small weddings with minimal guests, starting at just three hundred and fifty dollars. Well, that's very doable. And both human and animal guests are welcome for that. Okay. All right. This uh, this goat is going to do a reading. One of these looks like a like a little airstream uh, trailer, like an old classic old style trailer, right? Yeah, as opposed to a shipping container. 
Uh, but yeah, they're starting to use those shipping containers, like you said, for uh, not just apartments, but like uh, you know, like the um, man cave. Do you know what reminds me of? Like that. What? Ready Player One. Oh yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. The stacks, right? The stacks which is where uh, yeah. Wade lived. Yeah. Um, so if you're interested, you got to go to Seattle, but I wouldn't doubt it if uh, something like that started popping up from time to time in other... Just locations. live in containers. Or have a, get inventive and have a, a wedding in a container. All right, I noticed another thing, and this, this speaks to us here in Pennsylvania because we have the most populous deer Oh, my God. Population. We have, deer. We have uh, the most popular populous deers. In, <laughs> uh, in the country. Deer is... is, is, is. <laughs> so these are the days in the year you are more likely to hit a deer with your car. I, I have not seen this year in particular so far a lot of deer cars. Oh, well, this morning. I, did you? Yeah. I saw three this morning, too. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah. On Friday night on my way back from Bates, I literally had to stop five, stop five times. Because deer recognized you. Yeah, they were like, oh, my God, are you uh... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can, <laughs> Can I get a shorter? <laughs> Can I get a shorter? Uh, no, they didn't recognize me, but they were, they were walking across the street, oh. and... Right. I had to, I, I was like, this is weird. This is weird that it's, you know, that it happened more than once. Yeah. And that it actually happened five different times uh, where I actually had to stop. Because sometimes you'll just see them on the side well, of the road. Just think of where they are, too, where, where Bates is. You're, you're in the thick of it. Yeah. yeah. So your chances of hitting a deer or other hooved animals increases when traffic is heavy, when drivers are at least alert, and driving conditions are uh, poorest in uh, for spotting the animals. They specifically found that deer vehicle accidents are eight times more frequent per hour of dusk uh-huh. than they are during daylight hours. So dusk is your danger zone. And they are four times more frequent at dusk than after nightfall. Yeah, dusk is when they're foraging, usually. Yeah. I saw one, uh, so it was northbound on the Blue Route this morning. <laughs> deer into the danger zone. Okay, and uh, it was one of those, he was on the left left lane in the center, uh, you know, the center median or whatever. Uh, but it was one of those deer that had gotten hit where he was, like, turned around looking uh, southbound oh. on the blue route. And I was just like, you know, I looked right in his, his dead eyes. Yes. It was awful. Uh, during the week, accidents happen most, <laughs> most frequently on days with the most drivers on the road at dawn or dusk. And over the span of the month, most deer vehicle accidents occur during the full moon. Uh, and at the Where time- deer? And at the time of night when the moon is brightest, uh, over the course of a year, the highest number of deer vehicle accidents are in the fall, uh, particularly particularly during the rut, which is the mating season for deer. Uh, you're also most likely to hit a deer when daylight saving time ends, which is on November 7th this year. Uh, in the U.S. overall, experts say it's important to remember that deer vehicle accidents can occur at any time of the day or night and on any day of the year, and the deer can show up in urban areas as well as rural ones. We see them here in Balakinwa. All the oh, time. Yeah. 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 They, they, they work through wherever there is, you know, slightly tree-enriched or, or whatever you want, foresty-type sure. area, areas, and they'll, they'll work their way. So I know that they're coming up from the... They'll, they'll go along the, the river, yeah. and uh, you'll see them try to cross 76, which is definitely folly. I saw them one morning on Belmont. I stopped because I saw a baby run out right in front of my car. Uh-huh. You know, there's always more. If, yeah. You know, if you see one, and sure enough, like, the whole family came out. Yeah, I saw a fawn this morning. I guess they're, they're starting to... Uh, uh-huh. they, they're, they're, there's a mating. So, you know, they have the rut, and then, then they're born, and then they obviously... they. Uh, start oh, yeah. to yeah exactly. Uh, you can hear them in there. 
in woods. the woods. Uh, but, I, but I saw a baby. They're adorable, right? They're yeah. beautiful. They're beautiful animals. They really are. Yeah. Um, so keep that in mind. Dusk, obviously, is where you really need to watch out. And full moon. I didn't know that. No, I would not have thought that. I thought that would have been well past. For me, anytime I've seen any activity where there's, uh, for the most part, it's around that dusk and post-dust time. Yeah. It's the hunter moon, right, Preston? Uh, it is the hunter moon. Yes. You are correct, yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, one more thing that I did notice that I thought was uh, kind of interesting. Uh, this is pretty cool. Uh, a company called Sail Drone Incorporated. Oh, this is awesome. Have released the first video footage gathered by an uncrewed surface vehicle from inside a major hurricane barreling toward across the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, the Sail Drone Explorer SD-1045 was directed into the midst of Hurricane Sam, a Category 4 hurricane. And uh, SD-1045 is battling 50-foot waves and winds over 120 miles an hour to collect critical scientific data. And in the process, is giving us a completely new view of one of Earth's most destructive forces. The footage is amazing, isn't it? Yeah, I there's mean, one you... from inside the eye <clears throat> yeah. of a hurricane, uh, which is pretty cool. So you're, I mean, you're... <laughs> as tumultuous a sea as you can possibly imagine, but this thing is unmanned, obviously, yeah. so it gets it gets into areas where you would you'd be dead. If I, you... I saw a picture of it. I'm try- I was trying to gauge like how big it is. It looked pretty... it's like it looks like a big pink flamingo, Preston. Well, it looked tiny too. It looked oh, like yeah, it was small, yeah. you know maybe maybe the size of Casey. I don't know, okay. uh, but it's probably bigger than that. I'm not 100 percent sure. Uh, equipped with a specially designed hurricane wing. Uh, enabling it to operate in extreme wind conditions, SD-1045 is braving Hurricane Sam in the open ocean, collecting real-time observations for numerical hurricane prediction models, which are expected to yield new insights into how large and destructive uh, tropical cyclones grow and intensify. I don't want to be here. This is very scary. Um, it's pretty cool looking. I'm getting sick. And apparently uh, it's one of five of these hurricane sail drones that have been operating in the in the Atlantic Ocean during hurricane season. So these things kind of just roam around. Well, I think this is bigger oh, than Casey. Look at a picture of it. Yeah, wow. That's like that's like five Casey's. Yeah, that's a that's a good size yeah. boat. It's like yes. It, Steve, it like looks a like skull. a 20 footer or something like that. Like maybe. a big skull, right? Yeah. Uh so and it has some sort of it looks like a solar battery on it. Yeah. So I, I guess that's how they let it just keep Wandering around in the ocean, yeah, yeah, and I guess they can control it and get it to locations where it can uh, get the data that they need. Can they? Can they uh, pick us up on that thing? I would think yeah. they might be able. We to can't do that. get a private jet, but we <laughs> we were able to get a. a we get the drone, drone boat. <laughs> uh, the knowledge is critical to improving storm forecasting and is expected to reduce loss of human life by allowing better preparedness in coastal communities. Amazing! That's I, awesome. I, 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 this is something that's like, of course, why didn't they do this earlier? It's a yeah. great idea. Love it. All right, so those are a couple of things I noticed over the weekend. Uh, she was on point today. We need to we need to take a break, but as we do so, something else I noticed on the way out was we have a movie screening coming up of Halloween Kills. Oh, uh, from very nice executive producer John Carpenter it stars Jamie Lee Curtis, and it's next Tuesday, a week from tomorrow, at the uh, King of Prussia, UA King of Prussia. Uh, it will be in theaters and streaming only on Peacock on October 15th. So if you'd like to go to this next Tuesday, a week from tomorrow, it's at 7 p.m. UA King of Prussia. Uh, call us 10 11. We'll give you the movie. Pass. Awesome. How about that? 215-263-WMMR. Go ahead and give us a call right now. All right, we'll take a break. And by the time we get back, it ought to be time for your first shot at $500 this morning. Many chances to win with the MMR Money Clip and uh, guests and more. Bizarre file. We'll be right back. Stay with us. 
Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. WMMR. We're not just in your car anymore. Ask Alexa to open MMR, and we'll come streaming right into your house. And we promise, we're not listening to you doing stuff that often. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's I hate Steven Singer.com. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre Final. Brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app. And you can download the DraftKings app and use the code ROCK to get in on the action. <clears throat> Special Operations Soldiers. Training at an airport in the Mojave Desert were reportedly attacked and wounded by a sword-wielding man dressed as a ninja and forced to shelter in a hangar. This is reported in Stars and Stripes. Uh, the absurd incident reportedly took place sometime after wow. 1 a.m. <laughs> 1 a.m. on September 18th, according to what appears to be a military incident report shared on Instagram and Reddit. Uh, the police records also appear to confirm some of the details in the social media documents which suggest that the wounded victims, a staff sergeant and a captain, to be members of the 160th Special Operations Aviation Regiment, Jeez. an elite helicopter unit known as the Night Stalkers. According to the report, the staff sergeant was outside smoking a cigarette when he was approached by an unknown person wearing full ninja garb who asked, do you know who I am and do you know where my family is? After the soldier answered no, the person in ninja garb began to slash at the soldier, striking his phone and his knee and leg. As the staff sergeant then took off running, the man dressed as a ninja began kicking and punching doors and windows and then reportedly threw a block of asphalt through a building window the captain inside was struck by the block. Uh, the victims called 911, and the ninja reportedly fled and was arrested elsewhere. And I don't really have any other details as of yet. Was did did this person display any actual skills with the sword, or was it just I don't know? They got cosplay. the guy's phone in his knee, yeah, you know. Yeah, so yeah. I'm who knows? Maybe he was halfway decent at it. He's crazy, say, yes. But, you know, hey, you know, you're all right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a Missouri sheriff's department issued a reminder to people this week after. A social media sales ad led to an arrest, and the warning is, keep your drugs out of the online photographs when you're selling something. Yeah, I think that's probably a good idea. The sheriff was tipped off to the discovery of an eagle-eyed citizen who noticed someone trying to sell a catalytic converter online. <laughs> they posted a picture Tuesday night that included a large bag of meth and syringe in the background. So you had a story last week that they're actually snorting the dust from catalytic converters, right? Well, this was in uh, that was in Africa, right? Yeah, maybe in the yeah, Congo. It, yeah. uh, but anyhow, uh, detectives went to the man's home and served a search warrant. And the sheriff said, "You can imagine his surprise." In the Facebook post, he said he still had forty-eight grams of meth and a pistol that he is forbidden to own. 
We have now provided him with a new place to stay. Gosh, you sure have a lot of meth. So the picture, Steve, shows yeah. the catalytic converter in a box, <laughs> and then in the background you see this big bag full of white substance, and there's a syringe Drink. and a spoon and all the little uh, things that you need. Only a drug addict would make that mistake. To get your meth on. Uh, the sheriff's office identified the suspect as James, James Kurtz. A jail record indicated the 38-year-old man was arrested. Uh, and booked on suspicion of drug-related defense offenses. Uh, the deputy said that Kurtz wasn't aware that the photo showed the narcotics. I feel so silly. Mm. A man shot and killed his father with a crossbow oh, before killing himself Wednesday night at a home in Lancaster County. Wesley Frey Jr. shot his father, Wesley Frey Sr., in the chest with a crossbow. A family member witnessed the shooting and then ran from the home and called police. Frey Jr. then barricaded himself in an upstairs bedroom... Police said family members told them that Frey Jr. was going to commit suicide with woodworking tools that were in the upstairs room. This oh guy's chosen some pretty yeah. brutal uh, material to uh, commit his crime. Uh, police said that the... Did they new- say what, what he used in the way of woodworking tools? No, I didn't find out. So police said after numerous attempts to contact Frey Jr., uh, they tried to enter the room, which they said was blocked with furniture. Once they were able to get inside, police said that uh, he was already deceased, but he killed his father... With a crossbow, and then, uh, yeah, that's messed up, man. Dramatic security footage has emerged showing a car plunging from the second floor of a dealership onto a receptionist working below. Now, she survived. This is insane. It's, well, when you see it, it's like there is no way a human could survive that, and she did. The scene unfolded inside a Volkswagen showroom in Sao Paulo, Brazil, when an unlicensed contractor lost control of the car. Video showed the vehicle dropped more than six meters, so you know, roughly 20 feet. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And uh, it landed on its roof on top of a teenage woman working behind a reception desk. She had only a split second to react before being crushed beneath the weight of the vehicle. A witness was shown running over shortly after impact with the desk's circular walls crumpling and falling to the side. Uh, the 19-year-old sustained multiple fractures to her body and was flown to a hospital via helicopter, while the 29-year-old valet was taken to a hospital with a fractured leg. Uh, the young man who was contracted to clean cars at the showroom had returned from the car wash and lost control of the car while he was trying to park it. A 20-year-old receptionist was also hurt, but fortunately only received uh, minor injuries. Police are reportedly investigating the incident with the driver facing charges of causing physical injuries while driving unlicensed or uh, disqualified. All right, and then one last story. Uh, a St. Petersburg woman was arrested for battery after she allegedly bashed her boyfriend over the head with a pan full of hot grits. Oh! And the hot grits got grits! them. And by the way, grits are like lava. Oh, and yeah. you just made them and they're... They, they, like, have that oatmeal consistency where they would stick to you. Yeah, it'd be like a burning paste. Yeah. Uh, Doris Johnson was arguing with her boyfriend and hit him over the head with a metal saucepan. Contained within this pan were hot grits. Kiss which my grits. spilled on the victim, causing a burn to his left arm. Wow. Uh, police said that the victim suffered head and facial injuries and needed stitches. Johnson was arrested for aggravated domestic battery. Uh, for the incident. I think that's your first grits attack in... Uh, it may be. Yeah, I don't think bo- I've ever had a grits history, attack yeah. before. And that is what I have in the Bizarre File for you this morning. All right. Uh, so we've made a couple of announcements concerning the Camp Out for Hunger. Uh, number one, the new dates this year, which are uh, 
November 1st through the 5th. Earliest we've ever done it. That is correct. So we are looking forward to this interesting opportunity of having it earlier this year. Maybe the weather will be a little warmer. It'll be nice. You never know. We'll wait and see about that. We also mentioned the uh, Head Start program, which is happening now at Acme. It's your local Acme. You can go in and you can donate right at the register via the keypad. And it's a wonderful way to kickstart the donations. And obviously, money is a big part of the Camp Out for Hunger as well. It has become that over the years. Uh, so you can do this throughout October, and it will continue into November as well. But we really love that. And then another go-getter who has been involved for several years is getting in touch with us about shifting his event, uh, which takes place now the day before the Camp Out for Hunger starts. So this year's will be on October 31st. We have the president of the Porsche Club of America to speak about the Fella Trunk event. This is our friend Jeffrey Walton. Hey! Yo, Yo Jeff. How you guys doing? We're good, bud. How are you, man? Pretty good. Pretty good. Excellent. So, uh, Jeff got involved several years ago uh, since he was the president of the Porsche Club of America, or at least in our region, yeah. and got all the uh, Porsche owners together to do what he had called the Fella Frunk event because you have a front trunk on the Porsches. And it has since grown, and you wanted to just, uh, you just wanted to make it as big as possible. So it became fill a trunk and turned into a car show and all this other stuff. So how is this going to work uh, this year, Jeff? It's going to work uh, almost the same. This is our third year for fill a trunk. Um, it's going to work almost the exact same thing as the first two years. Uh, last year was a little bit different because of the COVID restrictions. But, uh, again, this year it's going to be more of a car show. Uh, we are going to, it's going to be Halloween, Sunday, October 31st. Uh, you come down to uh, Wells Fargo Center. I want to uh, reach out and thank uh, Mike and Balaki, I mean Blake, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, for helping us. Um, they, they secured the Wells uh, Fargo parking lot, um, parking lot F. And then um, we're going to have all day at Xfinity Live. Uh, thanks to Lindsay, we're going to have the stage at Xfinity Live. We're going to have bands on the stage. Oh. Uh, you can watch the Eagles away game. By that time, they should be in the playoff hunt, right? Yeah. Um, and then uh, we're going to start uh, gates open at 10 o'clock, and we have about 26 car clubs coming. And throughout the day, we'll be asking them to stage in the F parking lot and then drive over to drop off and weigh their food, and away they go. This is cool. And you know what? I wasn't expecting this because, just timing-wise, it's going to be Halloween. Yes. It's going to be the yeah. day of Halloween. Tough. And yet, you're still getting commitment from 26 car clubs and everybody on board, and we're going to do this thing no matter what, right? That's correct. I mean, it's rain or shine event. I mean, it's a car show. Just because of the weather, people shouldn't have to suffer, uh, you know, for food. So just come as you are. We're gonna, Like I said, if you... You have a car club, come on down. You want to park your G5 down there, you're more than welcome. <laughs> uh, but it, it, it's going to be spectacular again. Uh, there's a lot more clubs uh, involved. Uh, we Subaru Club. There's Pennsylvania Subaru Club. That's great. They said they're going to come down. Oh, um, the Tesla Club's coming down again. They said they want to beat their uh, totals by uh, two times uh, from last year's event. So we got the Mustang Club, Ferrari Club. Plus the Porsche Club, so you know, just come on down if you have. You're in a car club. We have the Blacktop Villains coming, Corvette clubs, Mustangs, you name it, they'll all be there. So let me ask you, Jeff. You're saying it, it, it's so the first year was was really like at a car show vibe. You walked around, and you were looking at these. Yep. I mean, I think there were two McLarens there as well. There was a whole bunch of cool stuff. Multiple car clubs. You're you're increasing that. So that original first year vibe is going to be more the norm this time around. Yes. Yes. That's awesome. What we're hoping. Yep. Hey, Jeff. I just just for fun. 
What are some of the unexpected uh, car clubs that are out there? Because I remember one time years ago uh, when uh, Steve and I were, it was in the early days of the Camp Out for Hunger, and um, a Cougar, a Mercury Cougar, Cougar car club came out. And we were like, you got to be kidding. And then was it the, the Mark 7? What was it? Was that, was that it? Oh, I don't remember. remember yeah, there was, there was another. Uh, yeah, but like Preston's right. We've had some really bizarre car clubs. And so what? to his point, what what's coming down this year? I think we're going to try to get the TVR club. Uh, I think there's five of those guys in the Delaware Valley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they start, right? Most time they're in a garage and they can't even start. Them. Oh, that's funny. Nice. You know, we're, we're having the Jeep clubs. There's a bunch of Jeep clubs. Hopefully Jackson, you know, brings his club down again. Nice. Uh, they always, always rock it. You know? By the way, last year, I just want to point out that the Philatrunk event raised over 162,000 pounds of Whoa. food. That's, yeah, it's not a little one. It's huge. Yeah, an uphill right. battle year, and you yeah. still did that. That's fantastic. Yeah, we had like 800 cars last year, and hopefully, you know, I'd like, to, I'd like to see 1,000 cars this year. Oh. Uh, again, yeah, we'll have drop-offs, so if people can't make it during uh, the week, um, you're more than welcome to come and drop off food. We'll have uh, drop-off places, um, boxes throughout the parking lot that you can drop off food as well. You know, it's great is that this started originally as, this is as Preston, you know, mentioned, going back to you guys coming down and then the sort of competition with other clubs, and then it got to the point where you guys would start coming down at around 5 o'clock, you know, and during the camp-out week, and it would just keep going for hours and hours and hours. And you you were the one who said, hey, uh, let's do this as a, as a separate standalone event, which ended up being the perfect way to go because it becomes this great event unto itself. Yeah, it does. And, yeah, you know, it, it, it alleviates that uh, big traffic event, you know, at night down there. And, yeah. you know, I looked at it, too, as I guess in 2018, the Porsche Club came in second. We had that broadcast with Pierre Aubert. And I was like, how do we beat it from there? And it's not really we couldn't do it. So we decided, hey, let's bring all the car clubs together and, and, and try this. I love it. And, and it seemed to work. I mean, we have, you know, we have a, a bunch of Mopar clubs come in. There's nice. like five or six vet clubs come in. Um Audi, Mini Coopers. Well, listen, we'll, we'll post all the information right at PrestonandSteve.com for people who need to know uh, about the Fill a Trunk event so they can yep. go there, get it, be a part of it, and uh, let's break even last year's huge uh, sum. That'd be awesome. Yeah, it'd be nice. It would yeah. be nice. You can go to fillatrunk.com. We're also Fill a Trunk on Facebook as well. Excellent. All right, Jeff, we love you. Thanks for everything, man. We'll see you then, okay? All right. Appreciate it, guys. All right, We're Jeff. Walton, and uh, man, has he gotten behind this thing? It is incredible. So we we appreciate uh, the groups and organizations that are uh, doing this type of thing. It's wonderful, and it'll be here before you know it. I want to take a break. When we get back, we're going to talk to Fortune Themester on the show. So stay put. We'll be right back. The Preston and Steve Small Business Love You Help You Line. It is so incredibly gratifying getting someone the perfect. One that's appropriate for your relationship, the right price, and feel special. Hey, WMMR listeners, this is Sarah from thegiftinggenie.com, an online gifting service based out of Horsham, PA. Don't fall down a rabbit hole on the internet. Take the fast track to gift-giving greatness. Let the genie hunt down the gift for you. Go to thegiftinggenie.com. Mention WMMR to receive $5 off. Thanks for supporting this mompreneur. You guys rock. Next message. Hi, we're Geese Barbecue. We're located at 4901 Ridge Avenue and 137 West Berkeley Street, which has a full bar. You can find us on the web at geeksbarbecue.com. Mention you heard us on WMMR and get 10% off your purchase. 
Thanks for supporting our small business, and we love you all. Zeke, Jackie, and the crew. The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less. Our next guest we love. She's been here in our studio before. She's going to be back in our fair city on Friday playing at the Miriam Theater. And she's got a few minutes, so let's get right to it. Ladies and gentlemen, Fortune Feemster. <laughs> Here. Yeah, what's up, you guys? How you doing? Gosh, this is so cool to talk to you guys again. Well, thanks, Hi. thanks for coming to us live from Dallas, Texas. I overheard you talking to Casey just a moment ago. Hey, yeah, I was doing, I, do, I was doing shows here all weekend. Oh, and okay, so that's wrapping up, and then you're off. Obviously, you're doing a lot of traveling, but while you're there, my dad is in Dallas. If you could stop by and say hi, I'd appreciate it. So. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll bring him some coffee. We'll hang out. Hey, uh, I think congratulations are in order soon. Didn't you? Are you approaching your one year anniversary? Getting married? Did you get married uh, October last year? Her I, my lights. <laughs> I thought there was, a, there was a dramatic lighting change. Uh, I was like, get ready for this. Yeah. I'm about to paint a picture. Um, yeah, I got married in the thick of things. In October, uh, Jax and I just were kind of like, let's just do it. Why wait? We'll save a lot of money at the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> um, and yeah, we got we got married and Zoomed. We, basically what we're doing right now, we Zoomed. Our families, and that's how we got married. Okay. I think. I think that's so. Listen, we did a we did a destination wedding, my wife and I, and, and a purpose not not not. We told people you don't have to come, and we meant that. It was it was we didn't want to place yeah. the onus on them. We had a, a nice little thing. It was wonderful. Saved a whole hell of a lot of money, and and everyone oh, yeah. and everyone participated whatever way they wanted to, and that worked out. So not that they, you know, if you're going to take a, the the Zoom thing, that is a little bit of a plus because. On yeah. that level, you didn't have to spend a lot. And, and it ends up being about you guys. It, yeah. Today's not about, like, you know, constantly making sure your mom has enough food or, <laughs> uh, you know, that she doesn't fall down the stairs. <laughs> You're just like... Let's just focus on us and the ceremony. So it ended up being really special. That's 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 nice. great. So you're going to do a Zoom anniversary party, or yeah. what do you have planned? Yeah, we're, well, we're actually we've got our families flying out to celebrate our one year anniversary, uh. so that uh, that they feel like you know we didn't just get a loaf and <laughs> right. they weren't a part of it. <laughs> I saw your mom your mom on Instagram and uh, I follow you on Instagram, and, and she's she's adorable. Uh, she's oh, I mean she's you see what I mean. You you have a wonderful uh, you know ebullient outlook on life and 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 that comes through and 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 you can see clearly where you get it from. She seems to be a doll. She she don't have a shy bone in her body. She's uh, she does my podcast a lot now, and if she hadn't been on in like a month, she'd be like, "So when's the next podcast?" <laughs> and, you know, she's like the fans. Want me? I'm like, okay, mom, calm down. <laughs> what happens if you end up competing against her own her own podcast after a while? I mean, people are are lobbying for her to start her own, but I mean, for somebody that doesn't even know how to set her own alarm clock, I think figuring out a podcast might be difficult. That's great. You know, I, I I've been seeing you, and I love to. You know, you pop up in so many things that I love, and you know, and and you're always oh. Oh, a fortune's in this. This is very cool. Yeah. Uh, you were in, uh, um, it was a, a Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. And, oh, yeah. It was a hilarious sort of cameo with you and, and sort of a, a collection of housewives. 
And uh, mm-hmm. that, was that fun? I don't think a lot of people got that movie. I watched it a second time. <laughs> and it's, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. The movie is insane. When I got the script, I was crying laughing because it's so, it's so insane that I was like, how are they going to pull this movie off? I don't, I don't know. But that's just, that's truly how Kristen Wiig and Annie Mumolo right. And so when they asked me to be in it, I'm like, absolutely. This movie's bonkers. It makes me laugh so much. Um, but we had the best day. Uh, we were in Albuquerque, and we just um, basically it felt like a girls' camp. We were, like, sitting around talking, and then the thunderstorm stopped production. So we had to, like, sit in a room together in some random house that they rented for three hours, and we... Ate pizza and Chris and got everybody chocolate. <laughs> uh, it's it's it seems like a, lo- a lot of fun. I mean, you, you're in a lot of things that um, like there was a show called uh, Life in Pieces where you had a. a mm-hmm. I thought that show was a a, a super well written show, and then it goes away. Yeah. And you're in the John Mulaney oh. sitcom for a while, and that's got to mm-hmm. be that's got to be upsetting when you get attached to something that everything seems to oh, be fine. Go ahead. Well, Life in Pieces was definitely a heartbreaker because there were four seasons in. And people love that show. I go it, all over the United States when I'm touring. People mention Life in Pieces all the time. I've been in Italy, and people are yelling Life in Pieces to me. And I just wish they had gotten a final season. I wish they had been able to wrap it up, wrap up those family stories. Because so many people were truly invested in that show. But, you know, that's that's Hollywood. It, it They're was, like, we're done. Yeah, I mean, so, so you, when you're sinking stuff, you, you know, and, and you were hilarious in the show. It was like a, a standout. Oh, thank you. Uh, and, you know, it's, I mean, you, but you've, you've ended up in a lot of shows like the, the, the Mindy Project and things over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the Keenan show, uh, which is, uh, I, I hope that was renewed. It's a pretty funny show. Yeah, we're, that's what we're, that's what, what I'm flying home for. We're currently filming the second season. Do you, do you sort of, I mean, with these sort of things, do you sort of just kind of like, oh, please, please make it, please make it to another season, please make it to another season? Or do you kind of take the let the chips fall where they may attitude? Well, I, you know, I love to pop up in a lot of things because to me, that's just fun. It's fun to do different characters. I'm always happy when something's renewed uh, that I'm a part of. Obviously, Keenan, I love. He's the nicest guy ever. You know why he's been on SNL for 19 years. Nothing bothers him. And, you know, I think, think you know, SNL's probably got to be a stressful situation. That guy, Keenan, does not get thrown by anything. Um, so I love being a part of that show. Obviously, the goal for me next, because I've been doing so many things on so many other people's things, I'd like to have something of my own at some point. Yeah, so that's what I was thinking. I, yeah, yeah, I develop a lot of stuff. I've written a couple movies that... We sold to uh, Steven Spielberg's company, Amblin, and and so the I've been working on an animated show. There's just a lot of things I'm doing behind the scenes, trying to uh, get my own thing going. So fingers crossed. Yes, yeah. we will. You'll so, get support here. You've you've written a couple of movies, like the the entire film you've written. Yeah, we've wow. written. Um, Three movies. Wow. And, but it takes a long time. It does, Movies right. are crazy. Like, I never realized it until I... Because I, I've sold a couple TV shows. I filmed one, and um, they, you know, they take about a year of uh, development. Movies, it, we're like four years on one, two years on another, Jeez. a year on one. Yeah. I mean, and stuff can just, just get tossed in the scrap pile and just yeah. be gone for good, right? 
it can either be gone for good or you'll think it's gone and then it comes back up. It's like the movie part of the business is like nothing I've ever experienced. <laughs> so you have to have a lot of patience and keep working on other things while you try to get, you know, one of them made. But right. I write them, you know, with me as obviously one of the main cast because the hope is that you can uh, find a vehicle for yourself to, you know, show off yeah. uh, that make, it makes sense. comedy skills. Sometimes you have to do that. And I, I think, you know, ultimately, though, um, we're, a lot of people are familiar with you from your, your 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 appearances on these shows and these movies, but your your stand up is is fantastic and you're you're you're, oh, you're great. Thank you. So so as you juggle all of these, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I, I assume during the the uh, lockdowns or wherever the hell, whatever your situation was where you were, was that a time to to write new material or you know what what are we going to see when we go to the show? Well, yeah, my Netflix special, Sweet and Salty, came out in January, the end of January 2020. We put out this whole big tour. Uh, we started, it, it just started selling out all these theaters. I couldn't believe it. It was so cool. My first show was supposed to start March 13th of oh 2020. Oh, uh, I had my bags. I'm like, here we go. And they're like, nope. Um, so, you know, like everybody else, you, uh, I sat in my house for a year and a half and uh, you know, I try to make the most of it. I mean, I cried a lot on the couch watching old people on Netflix uh, fall in love. <laughs> nope. um, but I uh, also try to be productive sometimes. And I actually have written a whole new hour. So my, my theater tour finally started a few weeks ago. All these rescheduled shows have, um, have been coming up again. Uh, but I have a whole new hour as a result of being stuck in my house for a year and a half. So that's I'm great. Pretty, I'm pretty thrilled that. Uh, because I will say in March of 2020, I was like, what am I going to talk about? <laughs> yeah, they, they sort of made a passing reference on SNL, you know, when they started off the weekend update, you know, and this time, you know, coming out of all this yeah. stuff. And like, uh, I, I hope I hope this is even remotely funny uh, what they were going right. into. Yeah, because everyone takes it a different way. So uh, I yeah. saw and there's a movie coming out. I have to ask about this uh, that you're in. Um, uh, mm-hmm. Sex appeal. Uh, uh, that's coming. Yeah. And you work with Paris Jackson on the movie. Is she in? The- I didn't film it. I, she is in it. I yeah. didn't film with her. Um, but uh, this is a movie that's going to be on Hulu, and uh, I, for the first time in my career, play a mom. Oh. So, I, I don't want to brag about where I'm going with things, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, it's, it's, <laughs> it's like a teen. It's like a teen. Uh, movie comedy comedy uh that's very silly so a lot of my stuff i filmed actually with margaret cho oh sure Um, i think we're talking to her this week yeah yep did uh, very cool yeah did your mother try to give you some tips on what being a mom is all about and maybe how you should (laughs) handle that character yeah everything she did i did the opposite (laughs) (laughs) but you turned out so good she did such a good job with you that's why i'm a comedian i have a lot of of stories about my crazy family yeah i I, I definitely throw those into this uh, new hour nice well listen we know you got to catch flight so we're going to wrap now so we make sure that you don't miss your flight but you will be here on friday tickets available uh kimmel center it's going to be at the miriam theater great place friday at 7 p.m yeah we will link it on PrestonandSteve.com and make it easy for people who have uh, want to get tickets who haven't gotten them yet. You but. guys are the best. I haven't been to Philly in a in a hot minute, and I cannot wait. You guys know 
I love a cheesesteak. So yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to get out there and perform. Excellent. Thanks uh, for checking for the, in, Fortune. For folks. We love yeah, you. Yeah, thank you, guys. And we'll see you, you soon, best. okay? I, I appreciate it. All right. Fortune Feaster, guys. You could definitely spend more time with her, but she's yes. uh, she's got to roll and get on out. You got to catch a flight. So. You got to catch a flight. Uh, yep. So uh, Friday is when that will be at the Miriam Theater. Um, can I bring something up? All right. Uh, something unrelated. Although, see what I love about her is she just, you get this good vibe from yes. her. Yes. You, you get like she is a fun person. Right. And I love that. And I love that about people that have that kind of aura about them. And uh, I had a couple of incidents recently, and um, well, that was a good thing. Okay, were, so were you the fun person? No, I was not the fun good? person. So, um, first off, on uh, this past Friday, on my way home, I stopped off at uh, Shake Shack. Oh, uh, I know. Uh-huh. I Living the highlight. Oh man! Uh, and so, <laughs> I got any booze? No, I didn't get any booze. Okay. I didn't get any booze because uh, I had to be driving later on. We were gotcha. headed short, but anyhow, so I was hungry. Wanted to get to Shake Shack, so I pop in there. And I'm wearing a Beatles mask uh, mm-hmm. as I walk in. And it didn't even dawn on me till a little bit later. There was a gal who I guess was working the grill. And she's just kind of having a good time. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I hear her singing Yellow Submarine. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that's kind of odd. She just picked the Yellow Submarine <laughs> yeah. out of the blue to sing. And, uh, you know, they're, they're kind of joking around behind the counter. And I met this other gal that worked there. And she's a big fan of the show. And, and it was really nice to talk to her. I met a couple other employees. And they were just having a good time, and it made me feel good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that was number one. And then um, yesterday we were at uh, Wawa in Wildwood, and we were ordering some food from the um, uh, from the uh, um, what would you call it? Where the they grill? Make from the grill, whatever. Yeah. Yes. And so as we're waiting for our order, I hear this guy behind the <laughs> counter, um, and he's just singing. And he's, he's, he's singing whatever was coming on in the music, the in-house music system they had on. It wasn't Yellow Submarine. It wasn't Yellow yeah. Submarine. Oh. But um, I was I started paying attention to him because he was giving off this really good vibe. Yeah. And he was just, he was joking and and, and commenting and, and playing around. And like uh, Rochelle, this, this gal was walking up and almost bumped into Rochelle. And he goes, whoop, whoop, like that. <laughs> it was almost like a warning siren. Uh-huh. So right. watch out. And it just, he's, he's, he's just... Playing, being playful with his fellow workers, and they're just kind of going about their business. And I'm like, I'm getting this great vibe out of this guy. I love, love it. So when I when I got up to and I went to go get the food, and I said, "Hey, man," I go, "It's really nice to see somebody having fun at work, who's enjoying themselves right. at work." Yeah. And he just he goes, "Hey, man," he kind of had this uh, kind of Latin accent. He's like, "Hey, man, what am I going to do?" You know? He's like, "Hey, I'm here to work." Uh, you know? I'm like, "Yes, I know. I love that." I go, yeah. "So thank you for doing that." I'm like, "You made me smile." You're having a good time. You're making the best out of it. What, do you know who he is? Oh, I'm hoping that it's Francisco. Was it Francisco? <laughs> I didn't see his name. Okay. Francisco. Does he have kind of big hair? Yes. God, let it be Francisco. Uh, Wait, so that's him. Is he a bigger guy? Yeah. Painted nails? Francisco, that's fun to say. <laughs> so, can I tell you my story about Francisco? Oh, my God, you have a Francisco have story. A Francisco. So, so he wears Francisco a hairnet, story. and he's got very large oh hair God. underneath. And it was yes. just this... It was just bopping around, having a good time. Okay, what's the story? So I it's was Mondays at- with Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> I was at that same Wawa in the early summer last year, and I'll never forget. I will never forget. Uh, it was, um, yeah, it had to have been before you continue your, your story. Thank you. Before you continue your story, <laughs> the reason I wanted to bring this up is 
I I think it's nice if you see somebody who's uh, putting a smile on your face or, or uh, seeing other people enjoying while they're working makes me happy. Well, you this, know, this pertains to the, the topic of loving what you do for, or, uh, which we did. Well, this guy's just yeah. making sandwiches. You right. know what I mean? And and you can either be, be sitting there going, oh, God, I gotta do this, blah, blah, <laughs> another one with mayo, and blah, 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 this and that. Yeah. He is making it entertaining while doing it. And I wanted to thank him for that. If there's anybody you want to mention, feel free to call us, 215-263-WMMR. That just, for whatever reason, even though they're doing a job that might be hard or mundane or something that you might hate doing. Or illegal. Or, oh, I, mean. I probably don't want to do that. Oh, yeah. But I, I think it's nice to highlight people like that. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Casey. Francisco, that's fun to say. So I will never forget his name because I, when I was checking out at Wawa, it got to the point where I had to pay my money. Uh, there's and, always that part, right? There's this, there's this transix, transaction that has to happen right, every right, time yeah. where, for you to walk out yes, without being arrested. Where I get my goods, yeah. and I have to give them money for my goods. I left my wallet in the car, and I was so mad. But I had a couple of dollars on me, but I was about a dollar twenty five short. And I said, "Hang on one second, I got to go run out to my car, so you're gonna have to like uh, stop my order." Yeah. Francisco was actually in line behind me. He was getting ready to check out himself. And he goes, I got you. And I was like, I go, yeah, but it's, I'm like, it's not just a couple of cents. I'm like, it's like a dollar 25. He's like, no, man, I got you, man. And he ended up paying a dollar 25 for my thing. And I have looked for Francisco ever (laughs) since because I wanted to like get him like an Amazon gift card or, or, you know. Do you know what you should have done at that point? Yeah. You should have said. Just hold a second. And they started grabbing stuff by the register. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Putting on the counter. That would be, that's $12.23. Yeah, Francisco got me covered. Yeah. Yeah. Four but, cartons of smokes. Put it yeah, on Francisco. Yeah, yeah. I but can't believe you some both of these have Powerball tickets. But you both have, like, that's how much of an impact this guy is making. Well, because on... we both go to the same Wawa, yeah. and Francisco is awesome. That, uh. But that's that's so fantastic. Right. <laughs> so you haven't encountered him since then? No. Okay. I thought he, he was a dream. been there since. Yeah. No, right? It could have been. Uh, well, well, that's... I got you covered, my friend. Uh, well, that's cool. That's yeah. good. And uh, maybe someone will play this for Francisco, because I'm sure they don't uh, have us piped in at the Wawa and I'm Wildwood. Sure, I'm sure we're, we're family friendly. Francisco, um, that's fun to say. Um, and I had another experience. I went and got my flu shot at my CVS. Uh, uh, God, I had to have been Thursday. That and did my... Francisco give it to you? No. Oh. Gina did. Gina. Gina did. And Gina was amazing. And so, what is a flu shot takes? What less than five minutes? Yeah, I was there for fifteen minutes talking to Gina. Me and her just sitting there talking, and I wasn't prolonging the conversation. No. <laughs> Kathy, I don't believe that. I don't believe yeah. that for a second. People, Gina. people in line passing out. Yeah, from Gina COVID. was like, "I have a job to do, and this guy won't leave." <laughs> I, I took three buses to get here. Will this man ever shut up? Uh. <laughs> but Gina was so great to talk to, and so easy to talk shut to. Shut up. And at one point, I, I mean, I had to end the conversation because it was my wife's birthday and I had to go get a cake. And I said, Gene, I'm so sorry. I'm like, I, I would I could talk to you forever. But I'm like, I got to go. It's my wife's birthday. I got to go get a cake. She's like, oh, what kind of cake you getting? And uh, I was like, I'm going to Nothing Bunt Cakes. Yeah. And she had never heard of Nothing Bunt Cakes. But Gina was so amazing and so nice that when I was walking out of Nothing Bunt Cakes, I said, you know what? I got to get her a cake. So I went back in and I bought her a little mini 
lemon flavored bunt right. cake and I went back to CVS and I gave it to her. Aww. That's how much of an impact that Gina oh, had. I'm, that I'm nice not into you like yeah. that. And that's the difference between me and Casey. I say, hey, thanks for, it's <laughs> nice that, that you're enjoying your work. Casey goes out and buys something and comes back. That's right. Gina was like, oh my God, he's back. <laughs> you know who didn't get a bun cake? Francisco. Well, no. damn it. Francisco, that's fun to say. We're going to get some for, sir, for Francisco. He deserves a full bun cake. Yeah, A man. full bun cake. Yeah. Full size, full not a size, mini. Not a mini. Okay, all right. Um, hang on. Let me go to uh, Anthony. Hi, Anthony. Good morning. Hey, good morning, hey, guys. Good morning, good morning. What's up, buddy? Hey, man. I just want to shout out my uh, my mailman, Rob. He, uh, I guess it, it, we live in kind of like a little rough neighborhood. You know, he's been through some stuff, but uh. like, he is he is the man. All right. Like he, first of all, he's consistent. He brings the mail every day, but I, you know, I try to give him like a gift card, like Christmas time. Sure. Uh, you know, give him some candy, give him a little tip here and there. But I just wanted to shout out. Uh, so is he, is he just a, Rob? He's a, he's a positive, uh, always happy yeah, kind of guy. Yeah, he's a young guy. He's like, dude, he's he is the man. He is he's a really good guy. What neighborhood, Anthony? Just so we, Rob knows who you're talking, or, or you know, somebody knows exactly the Rob uh, you're referring to. Borderline Camden, Pensalkin. Okay. Right. Yeah. Shout out to Mailman to Rob. Rob. If you're Rob there, yeah, even if you're not the right one, just take Rob. it as a compliment. <laughs> take it as a compliment. Yeah. Everyone named Rob There's is gonna good be a, today. A bun cake in your pouch. <laughs> really now that's strong. cool, Anthony. So he he, you you feel good when you see him, right? Yeah. Every time, like when I see him, like like usually he uh, his his like when he gets uh, around our house, I'm like pretty much getting home from work. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's just it's good to see. Do you go him, running out you know? and bear hug him? <laughs> Rob, <laughs> Rob, get over here! <laughs> you know what though? That simple little gesture that means man. something. And we, yeah, I, I I appreciate. that. By the way, we had that uh, the mailman in in Delaware County, yeah. Al, who yeah. uh, had uh, retired, Tired, and the neighborhood yeah. did a big thing for him. He got in touch with me and thanked oh, us did? for talking Aww. about that. But that's the type of thing people felt we got to do something for this person. He's just you know they're. Uh, a positive influence. Making the world a better place, uh, one bun cake at a time. I'm going to go to, let me go to Michael. Hey, Michael, good morning. Hey, good morning. You guys rock. Thank you, Michael. All right, somebody who uh, you find to be that just kind of makes you happy being around him. Yeah, you know, um, uh, one weekend, uh, my daughter has this thing for the international House of Pancakes. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, la la, ooh, la la. Uh, yeah. So we went to the one in Bluebell, and there's this guy that works there. His name is Caesar, which okay. right off the bat makes it awesome. Yeah. Um, this guy doesn't write a single thing down. He he uh, remembers everything you say. That's amazing. He'll like he'll bring the order to the table, and he'll go. This isn't correct. I'm sorry. I'll bring it right back. And he won't even stop. He won't even put it on the table because he'll catch it before he puts it down. Won't even give you a chance to say, nah, it's okay, man. Don't worry about it. Shut up. Yeah, exactly. He goes right back. And then he's back in like two minutes with the correct order. And this guy only works on the weekends. I only sit in his section. I've tried to get this guy promoted to manager, I don't know how many times, but he won't do it because he likes the interaction with people. He likes doing but, what he does. Exactly. And and I think about 90% of the time, I think the tip I give him is equal to what we pay because I'm just I'm happy with no hassles. I know that. I, I know exactly what you're talking about, uh, Mike. They did that. We've said it time and time again. A, a waiter, a waitress, uh, is anybody in the service industry, who, they will enhance 
an experience at a restaurant or just in general, and I guess to Preston's point, and so, um, you know, if you can endeavor to let them know how much it meant to you, and obviously you have, so that's that's great. If you make a good meal and you, and you stay on top of it and your customers are happy, you should be applauded and rewarded yep. for that because that's their job, and yep. they're doing a great job at it. Awesome. It. Thanks, Love Michael. It. And also, I, what I wanted to try to do was off of Francisco, and you don't have to hit the clip again because uh, we've played it to death. Um, but uh, about him that I dug was that, uh, I, I want to pass along to other people. If you find yourself in a job where you're just like, oh man, I got to do this again. Right. If there's a way that you can make the best of it. And that's kind of hard to do sometimes. Right. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, if you, if you work the electric chair at a prison. Well, yeah. but I mean, if there's something about your job that it's, you know, your job may seem mundane to you. If you can find a way to make it a positive thing and maybe think about good stuff while you're doing it. You know what I mean? It might turn you around. Whistling while you work. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yes. Or just smiling. I I was at uh, an event on Saturday. It was the Froelich's Farm Family Festival and it was an outdoor fall festival. It was fantastic. There's a lot of of F's in there. Yeah. It was fun and friendly and fabulous. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, there was a fiduciary. It was, well, mildly. There was a woman there named Ani who was working, and it was kind of hectic. There were a lot of people there. First of all, it was fantastic. It was great being outside. At <laughs> fantastic fun at the Frego. All right, stop it. There were there were a lot of people there. It was busy. Um, but uh, this woman named Ani w- had a smile on her face the entire time. She was managing a lot of the people that were you know coming in, and you know the, there were families there, were people drinking, uh, and she just she never stopped smiling the whole time we were there, and it was just. Being around that is infectious. To see her positive attitude was really cool. Like I said, there were families there. There were people drinking. Yeah. Well, well. <laughs> they, they catered to everybody. Yeah. There were people who were there to, uh, to kids drinking and carry on and have a good time. And there were people there who were, you know, just there for their, with their families. That's the enhancement. That's the yeah. little extra that goes. So so when you think, again, President, uh, the old saying, if you're going to, you know, if you're working a job, even if you don't like it, try to be the best at the job you can be. If I got to be here, I may as well try to have a good time. You know yeah. what I mean? And steal supplies. It might, <laughs> yeah. it might be difficult. Yeah. But that's what I was thinking about is this guy was, you know, there's an oh, there's tons of people in, yeah. in, the, in the store. And it's, right. it's rush hour. And there's, you know, it was in the morning and there was, just, you know, yeah. they're, they're busy and they're making stuff. And he's taking the time to, while doing his job. Now, it also depends on how comfortable you get with your position and how well you can do it. Right. Where you can not be so, you know, stressed over what you're doing, but he was just having a good time, and I'm like, man, I wish everybody could be like that. There was, at the, years ago, she since passed away, but she worked at the 7-Eleven on Ridge in Maniac, Rockford. Oh, I remember we used to talk right, about right. her. Right, right, and she was a sweet, and they even put up a little chalkboard that said, Grandma's pick of the day, and and, and uh, everyone come in, and she was, she was obviously retired, but she loved doing that, and that... That for people starting their day and seeing her doing that, yeah. you know, it, it is is a positive thing. Uh, again, a lot of those, the Wawa's or Seven Elevens or, or whatever, that little thing, that little inter that interaction, can be such a positive. Yeah. yeah it is. Know, so, so if you think your job, especially if you're in the service industry and you're interacting with people, if you think you can have an impact, no, you can. You can, and it's the opposite too, because there's another place I've gone to, and I will not mention whatsoever what it is. But the person working there has been miserable for 15 years, as far <laughs> as I can tell. And every time I come in, I'm like, oh. this guy again. Yeah, and I'm just like, and my interaction is 30 seconds at most, but it's enough to make me put a pause in my day and go, oh no, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, well, just what is the business? I'm, I'm not going to say. Okay. So listen, if you love what you do, <laughs> you'll never work name? a day in your life. But if you pretend to love what you do. Maybe you could pretend to that sailor's delight. <laughs> yes. Let me go to uh, let me go to Sean. Hey, Sean. Good morning. 
Gadzooks. Gadzooks. What's up, buddy? Hey, there's a uh, a Wendy's near me in Hamilton Township on Route 33. There's yeah. an older black gentleman. He's a manager, but he also does the drive through Okay. As soon as you, he sings every single thing that comes out of his uh, mouth. He sings? He sings. As soon as you pull up to the drive-thru, even to say, can I help you, he sings it. And he, I will pass two or three Wendy's just to go to this one. It's a mile long. People from all over the township go there. He sings your entire order back to you. No way. But you don't know his name? No, I don't know. He's been there for like 20 years. You got to find out. Go, yeah, but, but. I go through the drive through It's crazy. He, if you got little kids in your car, I'll give you an ice cream cone for free. He, no. just, he makes you happy. When you go there, you go there on purpose just to hear him say, and he sings really well. Well, Sean, probably uh, other people have encountered uh, this individual, so maybe someone else can get in touch with us and let us know. Yeah. We'll try to give him some love on the air, all right? Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Thank right. you, Preston. Thanks, Sean. Appreciate it, man. Uh, let's see. I'll go next to, um, I've got Mike. Hey, Mike, good morning. Good morning, guys. How well, are you? Good, man. What's going on? So, I live in Jamison, PA, uh, Bucks County. And there's a Wawa there. Uh, it's a huge Wawa. The guy behind the coffee counter, his name is Don. And he's 84 years old. Yeah. And he works there Monday through Wednesday. And he, it's like you walk in and he's like, good morning, Mike. Good morning, Phil. Good morning. Yeah. You know? <laughs> he, knows, he knows every single person's name who comes in there. And guys, I'm not kidding. If he doesn't know... Like eleven hundred names. <laughs> Last year um, at Christmas time, he got all of his regular customers' Christmas cards. He probably had a stack of like a thousand little Jeez. cards, oh little thank you That's notes. Amazing. Right? That's all they were. So I was like, "Oh my god, this is like amazing!" Yeah. But, like he doesn't have to work, right? He just does it to keep busy. I love that. He loves the customers. He loves the interactions. It's like it's crazy. Like if I'm not there for like a few days. He's like, hey, is everything okay? Like, I didn't see you last week. I'm just making sure, right? And I'm like, Don, man, you're, like, amazing. Yeah. Is it possible his name is Don Francisco? (laughs) (laughs) No. Francisco, that's fun to say. Uh, No, that is is awesome that he would actually do holiday greeting cards for that many people. Uh, Let me ask you. I know this sounds weird, but have you ever given him a, a tip or something or a card back? I gave him a nice Christmas card last year, too. Like, I actually had gotten one for him also. Oh. Um, I didn't have one that day. But, like, I tell him all the time how great he is. Um, I've gotten him gift cards for restaurants and stuff. Here's a Wawa like, gift card. Well, like, yeah. over the last couple of years and stuff, man. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah you know, it's like a Wawa nice. gift card, right? <laughs> nice. but, like, no, no. The last couple of years, like, I've gotten him gift cards just because he really, like, he makes your morning. Like, at 6.30 in the morning when you're going in there and you're, like, uh, I don't want to be awake right now. Yeah. And you hear his voice like, hi, Mike. Yeah, you know, and then you just light up. That's, That's cool. cool. That's it, what we're it's, looking it's for. A, it's, it's a gift. All right, thanks, Mike. We appreciate it, man. Yeah. All right, uh, guys. Thanks, man. A number of people are texting in. The guy at Wendy's, his name is Willie. Oh, Willie. Gosh, really? So Willie, Willie's the manager, and he's the one who sings at the drive-thru. A lot of people texting in about that. Wait, I can't believe I almost forgot to uh, give my lady a, sh- a shout-out. Um, it's a worker at Target, of course. Yeah. Her name is Deb. I think I actually have talked about her um, with you guys before. She is, she's been at Target for years, the same one in Plymouth Meeting, and she is just, she is friendly all 
of the time to kids to adults to like any every time I walk in, hey baby, hey baby girl, how you doing? <laughs> and, and she'll go it. every time she goes. You don't even need to clean that cart. Already sanitized it for you. Like she's yeah. just, if she's at the <laughs> register, like just wherever she is. Anytime Jace is with me, he's like, "Does he want a sticker? Does he want a lollipop?" Do like she just is so friendly, so nice all of the time. And I've seen her there for years. And somebody uh, going in and making the best of the day that they can. You know, I love that. Uh, we'll go in, over next to Josh, who wants to talk about um, the Wendy's manager. Josh, hey. <laughs> going on yeah the man's name is willie he's great he's been there since i was a kid you say what's up to him when you show up he gives you 10 percent off right there <laughs> oh, oh man and, in, and and he in, go ahead and you and you said and he, he answers he goes he goes welcome to wendy's may i take your order and then you go what's up willie 10 percent hit the screen right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so cool, so cool. <laughs> You order nuggets, and he responds with, Will barbecue be your sauce? <laughs> I got to go to this Wendy's. I do, right? too. Where is you it again? To. It's in Hamilton, New Jersey. He's been on the news. They've written stories about him on the news and in newspapers. The uh-huh. guy loves his job. Just loves it. Uh, oh, man. Well, I'm he's the manager, man. Then he's setting the tone for the other workers. And, Josh, he'll sing like our other caller said? Yeah, he pretty much the whole thing. He's like sort of like melodic with it as he comes back. Uh, he he pretty much repeats your order back to you in that like melodic, like upbeat. Uh, I love it tone that he has as soon as you pull in. Okay. Yeah, we're watching a, uh, a video from uh, what is it, uh, Positively New Jersey. Yeah, it's a news story. Yeah, that's great. That's All right, great. thanks, Josh. Appreciate it, man. Will barbecue be your <laughs> sauce? I love that. Uh, one last one, Case, because uh, Mr. Peanut's on the line. We got what? Mike, our buddy, Mr. Peanut. Yo, Peanut! You crumb bums, I'll take on all three of you. <laughs> I'll take you emotionally <laughs> and sexually behind that fence. Three. What's up, bud? Hey, your local Walmart, Harrisville. Yeah. There's a lady in the sporting goods. She's been there for at least 20 years. Yeah. If you've been in there, you've seen her because she tells everybody... I love you. See you. Bye. Oh. Always has a smile on her face. I, okay. I have not encountered her. Most people at Walmart that I've encountered haven't been that, uh, well, not that they're unfriendly. Right. They haven't been like, I haven't, they haven't stood out. What's her name? It's Annabelle. Annabelle. How could I ever forget Annabelle. that? All right. I will look for that. But she says, I love you, right? Yeah. Yes, I have to check that out. That's Walmart. Awesome. Excellent. Does right. she work there? Or she just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love you. How yeah, you doing, girl. Peanut? Doing good, man. Excellent. All right, still in one piece, right? That's right. All I right. love it. All right, all right, brother. Appreciate the heads up. We got to run, man. <laughs> all right. See you at the car show. All right. Yeah. all right. Excellent, man. Everything nice. now right. that is now that he's mended and his spine is back together. So I just I wanted to bring that up. We had a couple of minutes to play with. I was just um it uh, it was a nice thing to experience anytime. That I've experienced that, I always want that person to know. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. If possible, and I don't always say something, and I should, and I want to make it a point to do that. Do you try uh, to take that as an example for yourself to, to, to be? Yeah, yeah, to try and have. I mean, listen, we a have attitude. We have fun at work. Yes. We, we, we are very lucky. We laugh. We have a good time. It's uh, But there are times it's, it's harder than others to get up in the morning and do what you got to do, and we know how that is. Uh, but, yeah, to try and, try and feel that what you're doing, uh, your interactions with other people matters. It's cool. Uh, or even if you're not interacting with other people, I'm doing this for a reason. I'm, I'm making a living. I should be enjoying myself if I can. Yeah. And doing what you can. So it might be harder. It's easier to say than to do probably. But if you can kind of yeah. nudge yourself to be that way, 
Um, I think everybody uh, benefits from that. But it's funny that you encountered Francisco. <laughs> Francisco, well. that's yeah. crazy. Oh, it I, is fun to say, too. We got to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment and stay close because we have uh, a lot of stuff to dive into, including another chance of $500 with the MMR Money Clip less than an hour from now. We'll be right back. Markets proudly supports Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger beginning Monday, November 1st at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center complex. Your donations are needed to make this year's Camp Out a success and help families struggling with food insecurity. You can make a difference right now. Visit your local Acme throughout October and November and make a donation at the register when you check out. Acme will ensure your generous gift goes right to fill abundance to provide a life for area families in need. Go to WMMR.com for complete details and a list of especially needed food items. Camp out for hunger from Acme Markets and 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Uh, thank you, Kathy. Uh, we have the money clip coming up in about 40 minutes or so, a little less than that. Get yourself ready for that. Um, normally, we kind of, well, we don't always save our food conversations for Fridays, but the connoisseur we usually go to on Friday. We're not going to do that now. No? No. Uh, but This it is, is an, the bar back. No, no, no. This oh. It's National Taco Day. Yes! Wait, and yes! That's, and that's worth bringing up, uh, I it's think. It's weird that it's not on a Tuesday. Well, it's the same date every change year, it. so just change it. They change you know, like holidays, yeah. Uh, it could be the last, uh, it could right. be the, uh, the first Tuesday, Tuesday in October. Is this yeah. the second? No, it's the first Tuesday in October. Okay. Uh, but it's not. It's right. on a mo- it's this year it's on a Monday. Uh and there are some specials. I had a taco this past weekend. Uh and tacos braggart. are one of the you braggart. <laughs> uh no, I just I, I kinda went I went a little early. Should have waited till today. But I had a shrimp taco. Oh, oh. so uh, yesterday. I, I'm not a fan of shrimp, but I, a, a taco that I would have um, balked at years ago, the salmon taco, mm-hmm. uh, I, I now am a huge fan of. How was the shrimp taco? Oh, it's fantastic. I did it uh, from Two Mile, Casey. Oh, okay. Uh, and they make a really good um, shrimp taco with like a chili sauce. And so... You got to go to Key West Tacos in... Uh, I don't know if that's North Cape May, West Cape May, or just okay. Cape May, Cape May. But... All right. <laughs> or Cape Canaveral. <laughs> Definitely uh, not Cape Canaveral. It, uh... <laughs> <laughs> well... I know. Do, do burritos count on Taco Day? Are you allowed no, to... No. No? no? All right. No, in really? fact, uh, I think that, that should oh. be a some sort of crime. It's oh, like well, Chuck and uh, home fries and and, uh, and hash browns. They're not the same damn thing. I had a burrito on Saturday, and it was a chorizo burrito with chicken in there. And well, it, was, it was delightful. Uh, but I'm, I I don't know really what the difference is between the two. I mean, I know. What, what do you mean? I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. What the hell is wrong with what, you? No. What I'm saying is, once they end up in your mouth, it's they're all It's just food in his mouth. No, it's yeah. not just food in my mouth. There's no real difference in any Mexican food ever. It's all the same ingredients. It's just assembled differently. Well, here's the That's deal. bold. Yeah, uh, that is a bold statement to make. But you have to understand, and Nick has been very forthcoming with this. He doesn't eat as much as he grazes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, so it's not. Uh, you can't celebrate Taco Day with a burrito because a burrito has its own day. Oh, and so right, then. National it's Burrito December Day. Was, that is uh, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ's birthday. Oh, that's right. Uh, no, uh, it looks like Burrito Day was in April, the first Thursday okay. of April. By the way, there's that. a larger topic here, Casey, which is we're beginning to see the holes in this day thing. That um, I, I'm, I'm going to say we've already had one or two National Taco Days this year alone. 
And uh, I, I'm suspect of how these things are handled and, and the, the governing council that applies them to days on the calendar. I think the most controversial thing besides that, Steve, is I have this list of taco specials for today on National Taco Day. Okay. Yeah. And the top of the controversial list, as far as I'm concerned, is the fact that Long John Silver's has a special on tacos. <laughs> Is it a fish taco? I don't know. I mean, because that would make sense if it was a... Not a not, well, it wouldn't even make sense, but it'd make a little bit more... You get a free taco with a combo meal. The chain is giving away free tacos Monday with the purchase of combo meals at participating locations. Choose to have your taco filled with wild-caught, battered-dipped Alaska pollock. There you go. Wild-caught, hand-dipped North Pacific salmon. There you go. Grilled shrimp or crispy breaded buttery Norway lobster bites. All right, well. so it's all aquatic, and that does make sense. Preston, and you'll back me up on this... For the longest time, maybe the best fast food taco you could get was a jack-in-the-box taco. I loved them. Now, they're not pretty. No. Uh, they don't taste like your regular tacos. But, yes, the super taco, yeah. I was a fan of it. It was a mofo. Now, mm-hmm. obviously, there have been places that have risen to the to the challenge. But for a while. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that they make a fine yeah, taco over there at Long John Silver. But that, ever... that jack-in-the-box taco was greasy. Yeah. I loved it. Man. Oh, it's amazing. Yep. You guys ever been to Del Taco's? Yes. Yeah. 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 It's good. Uh, it's a lot like Taco Bell. Yes. Are there any I was, around uh, here? No. I went out when I was in. I can't remember. Uh, Norway. Had, it was Norway. It was either. Um, <laughs> I had to have been California. I was in SoCal. There's a ton of them there. There's a ton of them in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So they're. Um, you know. But when you get into Texas, though, and I don't know why I'm talking about Texas, but the Tex-Mex stuff is. Oh is yeah. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. It's next level too. Uh, but uh, I dig me some tacos. I prefer. The corn uh, taco, the crunchy no Me too. taco. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a better taste. Huh. It, it's it has more. It can fall apart on you. And it's yeah. a pain in the ass to eat. It's but like eating shrapnel. I think it tastes better. I do like the taste. I've eaten those shells by themselves without anything. I, I'll yeah. break it up it's like a little Dorito, and I'll just sit there. Yeah, and, it's like a nacho. now. Yeah. Um, I do love, as I said, as far as taco innovation has uh, moved forward, the taco boat like soft shell. That you can scoop all the taco. Have you seen it? It's it's basically like soft shell. It's a it's a self. It's it stands on its own. It is a it's shaped like a almost like a long boat. And you put I know what you're talking like about. these up here, yeah. Preston. Oh. Tortilla, oh. Right, oh. soft tortilla mini bowl. Yeah, okay. Oh my God, I love that. Interesting. <laughs> so all the fixings stay that. inside. Okay. It's like an open-faced burrito. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think Mexican might be my all-time favorite food. Me too. I, Kathy, I used to no hate kidding. it, and now I love it. Yeah. And so uh, I, right now, I'm literally trembling at the notion of the tacos we're going to have on Halloween. <laughs> That's right. You do your Every Halloween, Halloween taco yeah, night. Yeah. I just texted my wife. The second you said it was National Taco Day, I'm like, can we have tacos for dinner tonight? <laughs> That's what I want to do. That's it. Should stop on. <laughs> stop on. Who is this? I'm with Francisco. <laughs> Leave me alone. Um, my brother always did Taco Tuesday, and we never did. We always did like Taco Wednesday or Taco Monday. But uh, it's going <laughs> to have to be. It makes no sense, right? It's got to be. This is crazy talk. <laughs> it, it makes. You sense. must have had a gas leak in the house. Well, right. so my my daughter is now a vegetarian, so we will do uh, Impossible Tacos. Okay, which are fine. Really, really. Which good. are fine. Absolutely. It, it, it depends on who makes them, but yeah. I, I so we do turkey taco. Okay, which uh, I which I love. Yeah. So I can't. I the ground turkey. Yeah, does it gross you out? It's just me. Uh, yes. Why? What do you think? I that is? don't know. Just because it's not ground beef. Like <laughs> Get the, on the fact couch. that it's something different. Yeah. Like if you, if you made it, you took and you didn't tell me it was turkey. I'd probably be fine. Yeah. But if I like when I if I bought it and made it, I was like. I, 
yeah, this is, I don't like this. You would believe it was, and I, it really, I think there's just a little bit of a taste difference that I really like. Um, uh, and regular beef is, is fine as well. And I'm sure Impossible would be, would be fine. Do you, do you, do you fixin' it up like crazy? Or do you, sure. there's some things that do not make your taco fixins cut? Uh, well, it depends. I mean, I definitely eat more than one taco, so I'll probably go yeah. like plain with one and then fixings with another. I, 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 yeah. Do you pare down? Sometimes I pare down to simply the taco meat yeah. and the cheese. Well, so what I try to Wait, do... what's plain? What do you mean plain? Just the meat? No, you got to put cheese on it. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, for me, just cheese and meat is plain. Okay. I'm, I'm with you, brother. Yeah, yeah. I like uh, <clears throat> putting uh, pickled onions on there and oh. uh, Fontina cheese and stuff like that. Ooh, I, I like to you have, like, fancy tacos. Yeah, I'm a fancy taco guy. <laughs> or, you know, yeah, so I like I like to make different ones. I you like made me to put uh, pickled onions on my taco at your place. Yeah, just to try it. And it was good. At, at yeah. gunpoint. Yeah, yeah, at gunpoint. <laughs> I was like... You don't have to pull a gun on me. I'm, I'm going to try see it. that jar of pickles? Uh, Put it on your taco. Sometimes instead of lettuce, you can use uh, cabbage, uh, which is uh, also good. So I like I like changing it up. I don't, I don't think just the standard iceberg lettuce, tomato, cheese, and meat combo with a little salsa thing. I, li- I like to, to go a little bit different with it. But, Kathy, I love tacos so much that if I ever go to a, like a food truck festival... Mm-hmm. I'm going to the taco truck. Truck immediately. Immediately. Kay's always one. At the uh, so at the burger brawl mm-hmm. for, uh, when they were doing it, Rob Wasserman's, you know, He's got charity thing. They split with uh, also they had a t- uh, taco uh, competition. Yeah. And man, oh man! You, Why didn't I judge that one? I yeah. just I stuffed my. My You're with, gullet. With, yeah. There's um, always one. There's always one. <laughs> there, there is. You go to a food truck festival, there's... It's like Quint and George. Totally. Yeah. You ever see a taco truck? That's what you sound like. There's always one. When a guy one. driving the truck has cold, lifeless eyes. Yeah. Doll's eyes. Uh, Foxy Lady Chef has a uh, post on her Instagram today. It's just... And so her place isn't open yet. The one that she's opening up on right. Fox Young. And it's like such a tease. Because her tacos... You taco are, tease? Yeah. Well... Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. And, and then I finally had one for you guys. Brought her over for my birthday. What was the name? Uh, it was a different style. It's like a West Coast taco that she was. It's like to. a oh, man. Oh yeah, what? I forgot the name. Different name. Burrito, but, uh, mm. something that was a B. Yeah, mm. living uh, Levito taco. Hold on. Yeah, it was with a B. Burrata. Burrata. is a cheese. A birra. A birra. B-I-R-R-I-A. Birria. 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 Have we talked about her Steve Keely tattoo yet? Yes. Okay. We mentioned that on the air. We, we did. I know we talked oh. about it off okay. air. Yeah, she has a she has a, a, a tattoo of Steve Keeley <laughs> from Fox Twenty Nine. But it's like a zombie. Think, they live. Yeah, it's a zombie. Ver- or yeah, they, is it they live? They like live. Exposed yeah. uh, muscles on his face and stuff. It's really impressive. He should be honored because she is a yeah. tremendous, tremendous cook. Where do you stand on sour cream on your taco? Yep. Uh, yes. Just not a sour cream fan in general. Ooh, I, love I know. It. But, I, I I feel you, brother. I, 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 I'll mix it in with other stuff. Like um, I don't like it on on tacos. Yeah, said, yeah, that surprised oh. me. Why? Because I use pudding. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I'm surprised, yeah. That, Nick, like that you're not in sour cream. That's uh, it seems no. I, I'll like a uh, chipotle sauce or you know, um, uh, yes. something that you know mixed in with with uh, salsa. But yeah, I, I'm just not a sour cream guy. Okay. I find it has a, a neutralizing effect on the taste. Oh, I don't man. put it on my potatoes either. Yeah. Neither Ooh, do I. Wow. I know. Oh, yeah, no. I know. Oh, I love it. Also, to the texture, I, I understand that all Mexican food is different. And <laughs> so a lot of that was a, sort of a joke. Sort of a yeah. joke. Yeah. You can relax. Can't I, say anything these days. I know, seriously. I don't get enough uh, Mexican food. Rochelle is allergic to... Oh. Um, cilantro, right? Cilantro. Oh, yeah, right. So, therefore, 
anytime I want to go out to Mexican, it's like, because listen, it, it's put in most food, and to ask to yeah. not do it, you're, oh. you're also taking a chance because you're so used to putting it in. Well, Is I it? hate cilantro. I, I'm not, I don't think I have an allergy or anything to it, but I cannot stand the taste it's of it. It's bitter. Like, like yeah. for me, it ruins the I don't, taste. I don't love it, and if it's if it's too much, I'm like, mm. Well, yeah. what's more important to you, uh, some food that you really like or your wife being sick? <laughs> Food that's important to me. <laughs> no, but what my point was is I I always ask uh, for them not to put it on uh-huh. it, and I'd say the majority of the time they yeah. don't. So but... Michelle will get sick. Yeah, and so yeah. Uh, that's yeah, that's, don't want to take that uh, so risk. Is she a is she a Mexican food fan, and has this been a big uh, impasse no, for her? No, nah, not really. I okay. mean, once you once you have that allergy, you get over it. I'm over it. You, know, you, you, you get yeah. over loving once you've had certain food. Rocket like diarrhea. You are. I'm I'm done with this. So there's some specials for uh, Taco Day. Uh, Taco Bell is going to let's see. Uh, you can get a free crunch taco by placing a one dollar minimum order via the app. If you don't have the app, you can get a freebie when joining uh, the Taco Bell Rewards Program. Uh, Grubhub is offering $5 off of orders of $15 or more. Uh, 7-Eleven mini taco deals mm. include uh, 10 mini tacos for a dollar. Interesting. Love- how, yeah, how are their tacos? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, I don't but it. I love mini tacos. You just get them in a giant bag at Acme. <laughs> they're, they're so good. Um what are, where do you guys now? If after you've had tacos one night and you still have leftover fixings, oh, yeah. do you make taco salad the next? Oh night? yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the easiest way to do it. It's great. Yep. Is taco salad the same thing as eating the cold taco meat out of the fridge? Think about there just, you go. Yeah. This is what, what are you having there? <laughs> taco salad. Think about just like launching meat. those remaining tacos into a wood chipper. Right. Okay. That's what you get. Or you, you can this. also make uh, nachos. You can just nachos? throw that stuff on yeah, a bunch yeah. of nachos and, sure. and heat it up, and you're good to go. Uh, Chipotle, let's see, they are, what the hell, I guess on the rewards program you can get a freebie, uh, you get free chips and guac after joining their rewards program. And a free mid-sized car of your choice, right? Okay, yeah, Yeah. that's, uh, don't quote me on that. (laughs) Camry. Uh, Moe's. Welcome to Moe's. Thank you. Uh, let's see, is, uh, doesn't have a taco day deal. What? But new members of its loyalty program can get a free cup of queso. Uh, what's the deal Moe's has on Friday nights? It's like, a, I think it's a, if you're a Moe's member, it's like. Really? All you can eat tacos. What Don't quote me on that. Look that up. Look all right, up. yeah. So Just Casey, uh, you're saying that if you can go on Fridays, you can eat everything you want for free? Yes. Uh, no, you have to be I don't a think member. that's right, yeah. Um, I think it might be, or at least it was, because my nephew and, and his buddies from high school, that that's. That was their Friday night haunt. Those guys were crazy, man. Yeah. Oh, they were. <laughs> Guess what we're doing? We're going to Moe's after this. We don't care. Uh, Kudoba, new and existing rewards members get uh, double rewards points. Double so they're reward. not doing anything for... To me, why would you, especially if this is your uh, yeah. cuisine of choice that you that you deal in, why wouldn't you step up and rock uh, a major taco initiative? Maybe these things, this, they don't believe in taco yeah, day. You know what I mean? Like we were just talking about it's how like not believing in peanut butter. Every uh, day is taco day. I'm sorry. I don't believe in peanut butter. <laughs> you, mean you don't care for it? You don't prefer it? No, I don't believe it. It actually exists. The hoax. I think it's a hoax. I think it's fake news. Did um did Burger King or does Burger King have tacos? They did, right? Not that I ever recall, actually. I know they had the Yumbo. That's as far back as I go. Uh, uh, the, I ate at Burger King for the first time in a long time this past uh, How'd you like it? Thursday. Uh, it was fine. Yeah, there was a definite difference. There's a definite difference between... They did have a taco case. Mm -hmm. How about that? Uh, Between, um... Uh. 
between Burger King and McDonald's in, in preparation and taste and in general, their, their menu is distinguished enough where you'd be able to tell instantly. Steve, that Burger King taco we're looking at a photo of here, it looks a lot like the Jack in the Box uh, it taco. Sure does. It, it, it down to the grease. I'm going to go to Jennifer. Hey, Jennifer, good morning. Good morning, Eric. Good morning, it to you. What's up, Jennifer? So I've got to, I love you guys. I'll see you all the time, but I got to agree with Steve. The best fast food taco is Jack in the Box. I used to live in Fresno, California. Yeah, well, Pres- Pre- Preston's on on board with that too, Jennifer. And you, so, <laughs> right, and they were they were uh, th- there is no reason they should taste as good as they as they did, right? Agreed. It's like the mystery meat, but something about it just <laughs> and spot. Jennifer, the one I would go to, it actually instead of like grated cheese, it had like slices of cheese. It did. You're right. You remember that? <laughs> and this, sometimes they weren't melted all the way. <laughs> And it worked, it but you awesome. and you would get like six of them, you know, right? Yeah, because yeah. they're like they're just the right size and the flavor. And the, I know I gotta agree with you, pressing the cheese, everything was so good. <laughs> Something about it, yeah. I know. I'm yeah. With you. Like, honestly, I heard you say that, and you read my mind. I was like, yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, awesome, awesome, yeah, Thanks, Jennifer, appreciate it. Um, can I say one more thing? Just yes, a quick local shout out. I live in Westchester now, and the El Limon on Westgate Street. Oh. They have the best carnitas and carne asada. Mm. Just ah. clean, nothing special, no sour cream, none of that crap. Just order it on corn, and Melissa and Pedro are awesome. Ah. So for anyone local, check it out. What's, right. the, what's the name again? I'm sorry? Um, El Limon on okay. West Gay Street. There's also we have one, one in, in Conchahawken. We have an El yeah. Limon in Conchahawken. Okay. There's one in Ambler. Casey. Thanks, Jennifer. Ardmore as well, and they got a great... I've been to Ardmore. I've been to Wayne, or it might be Paoli. I don't know, but... Uh, Both, actually. Ardmore. Here in Westchester, and they're by far my favorite. Kathy, I'll, I'll tell you. Thank you, Jennifer. One of my, of one course, of my have a great day. Favorite Mexican restaurants is in Conchi, and that's Coyote Crossing. Yeah, I haven't been there in a long, long time. time. I know. My God, was it good? I know. I haven't been there in a while either. Um, back to El Limon. So my girlfriend uh, moves a little over an hour away. She used to live in Conchahawken, and every time we meet up, she makes me go and get her a burrito from El Limon <laughs> and bring it to her. Okay. Yeah, they have one. <laughs> we need to do. We need to do that. That topic where where you where. You you are a food like a a, a donkey like a mule, a mule for drugs. Yeah, you have to transport food whenever you go yeah. to visit. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Rochelle is, is leaving for St. Louis today. She's like, you want me to bring back some Provel cheese from Emos because <laughs> can make pizzas at home. <laughs> so she might be doing that. What were we gonna say, Nick? Uh, oh, Ellen Moan. Yeah, they're great. I think Casey, you turned me on to them. And there's one in Wayne. There's one in Paoli. Um, so there's maybe a dozen in the area, but they're really good local Mexican joints. Does that mean the the lemon? Uh, the lime or the lime? I don't, that's a good question. Limon? I don't know. I don't know. It's spelled L I M O N. So yeah. I, I know uh, lemon is uh, a lemon is L E M O N. The Le lemon. They have uh, tres leches. Lemon. Tres leches. That's how many. Tres Excuse me. Exactly how many leches <laughs> do you have? Tres. Ah, very good. I just like to say tres leches, yeah. and I love to eat tres leches. So if you had tasty. two more leches. You would have cinco yes. <laughs> cinco leches. Uh, lemon is lemon. Yes. Yeah. L i m o n in Swedish. No, in oh, uh, Spanish, I believe. It's National Taco Day. Oh, right. yes. We'll end on that. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Somebody wants to say a secret place. Oh. Let me let me go to Jr. Then. Hi, Jr. Good morning. Hi. You guys rock. Ah! Thank you, buddy. All right, you know where to get tacos. It's by the Croydon train station. It's a little secret place in the back of a Mexican like store. Yeah, I never knew it was there. I'm 35 now. I just found it two months ago. 
right. And, and you, can, you can only order in Spanish. Uh-oh. What's the name of the place? La Hacienda. La Hacienda. And it's where? It's in. It's by the Croydon train station, the like court, right across okay. the street. It's in the back right. of a Planned Parenthood. Wow. wow. Whoa. <laughs> That's weird. Uh, interesting. And so did somebody, uh, do you speak Spanish? No. And then uh, did somebody go? I just, said, I just said, those tacos, por favor. And that'll do it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's, that's all I got. Nice. All right. Thanks, man. Appreciate it's a, it. It's a good thing they never pushed him on his Spanish. You love a good secret place. Yeah. Casey took me to a secret breakfast place in, uh, and I won't say where it is, in, uh, <laughs> at the shore. But while we were there, he tells one of the servers, okay, we don't tell anybody about right. this place. She's like, are you kidding me? Tell everyone yeah. about this place. Right. I make a living here. I'm going to yeah. make sure that no business comes in for you, okay? I'm, I'm, I'm on the radio every morning speaking to thousands and thousands of people. I'm promising to never utter the place at all. I've never gone in there. And, like, you, when you go to the secret breakfast place... You can't go with like more than four people because you can't ever sit together. It's like just it's, a counter. It's just it's one a counter. counter. Yeah, they're they're doing fine on business, and the rule is you can't tell anybody about secrets. Like Fight Club, place. you have to bring them to Secret Breakfast. Oh, place. Yeah. so finally, Casey talked about it all summer. So what do you think? Finally, took me and shot it was great. It's yeah. a greasy spoon. Yeah, I, I love. Lo- greasy I love spoons. a good greasy spoon. So there was a place in Maniunk that had. Uh, uh, I don't even know if it still exists now. It was all at the end across from the uh, the firehouse. And uh, it was like a, one of those greasy spoon kind of places. That's all they did was the breakfast. and uh, Excellent food. It's tremendous. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. All right, well, anyhow, it's uh, National Taco Day. Celebrate how you see fit. Uh, and we're going to take a break because we got to give away some money. They could buy a lot of tacos for $500. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so we'll get to the money clip in a moment. I also have some bizarre file stories set aside specifically for you. Yeah, for everybody, but I'm going to say it's for you. Yeah. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. talk on the phone just text mmr at 39333 send requests comments or text songs for what we're playing 24 7 the mmr short code always open never busy 39333 we're like three minutes away from uh getting to the money clip for today uh i'm gonna pass along a little information and nick i think you had a short out you wanted to do oh i do yeah you want to hit that? You want to go ahead? Uh, yeah, sure. It's a guy named Adam. And so I bought my son a bicycle uh, for his birthday uh, last month. And um, I posted a little uh, quick snippet of it on, on Instagram. And this guy, Adam, follows me on Instagram, saw that video, and reached out to me <laughs> via direct message and said, Hey, I designed that bike. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. So he's a listener to the show. He's a super nice guy. He grew up in uh, Bryn Athen, but he's been living in Switzerland for the last 15 years. Oh, wow. Designing and um, and um, manufacturing bicycles abroad. And he still listens to the show. Um, he also he spent uh, time growing up in Huntington Valley. Uh, <sighs> but the name of the company is um, Hammerman Design. And so I just wanted to give him a quick little plug because he's a super nice guy. HammermanDesign.com. And uh, thank you so much, Adam. You designed a beautiful bike, and my son loves it. So nice. I just thought it was a weird confluence of events. But this dude who listens in Switzerland um, and uh, designed my son's new bicycle. Nice. Here's uh, the Blurkin. Here was a uh, shout-out. Switzerland, I, not Sweden. I got from uh, the Flower Pot Cookies. It says, uh, good morning, Preston. I'm hoping uh, to give a shout-out to two of my really good friends. Uh, Ashley and Eric. Funny enough, they met uh, in 2014 at the MM Barbecue. Whoa! Eric driving up from Maryland, Ashley driving from Lansdale, parked right next to one another in the parking lot, and the rest is history. It was destined to be. that? Uh, they will be getting married on October 3rd, and I couldn't be more excited for them. Uh, they're huge fans of your show and love to give a... 
excuse me, Big Juicy shout out for their big day. Thank you. And that is from Mara Seckler, who is, oh, from the Flower Pot. So there you go. Shout out to you guys. Congratulations. Hope everything went well. Uh, here's a butt plug, if I could mention this. Uh, it says a fundraiser for Ida flooding victims in Lambertville, which is taking place on the 9th and 10th. So that's yeah. this week. Uh, this is from uh, Cindy Kunas or Kunas. I'm not sure how you say her last name. Um, but uh, she says she, she runs the Lambertville Chamber of Commerce. Uh, she is the executive director. Uh, can you give a shout out? For our Ida benefit concert, uh, she said after uh, about 50% of Lambertville was affected at, by Hurricane Ida's flooding on the 1st, uh, the chamber board and I got to work to uh, on a fundraiser to directly benefit those who were flooded. Local bands stepped up to play, to play and support their neighbors, and that's what Lambertville is really about. Uh, so it's family-friendly, takes place at the 104-H campground on October 9th, and tickets... Tenth, I'm sorry. And tickets and more information can be found at LambertvilleChamber.com. So there's a butt plug. And then one last shart out. And then we'll have your chance to win some money. Huh. Uh, this says, hey, Presbos from Jay. Uh, he said, I was hoping to get a shout out for my hubby, Rob, whose birthday is September 29th. So I'm a little late on this. Uh, no worries about getting it on the exact date as we podcast from California. Yeah, and besides that, you're actually early if you stop to think about it. It says, uh, last year we took a road trip to the Grand Canyon for his birthday, and I took the opportunity to introduce him to the show. Huh. Although he doesn't podcast daily, it always makes me smile when I hear him mutter to himself, safe flight repair, <laughs> safe flight replace. Safe flight Ready, case? Safe flight repair, safe flight replace. Uh, this guy is everything, is my everything, and knowing he loves you guys just makes me love him that much more. Uh, thanks in advance, and Gadzooks, and that is from Jay. So a shout out to you guys. Congratulations, and uh, everything, or happy birthday. That's what that was. All right, oh, it, it's time. Here we go. 93.3 WMMR. It's time for an MMR money clip. Wake up, everybody. Wake up, everybody. Now, here's your money clip keyword. All right, and the word is serious. S-E-R-I-O-U-S. And you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. Three ways to do so. You can uh, text it to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. Or if you'd also like to be entered for the $10,000 grand prize, enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. One random entry wins $500 in our company-wide contest. That person will get a call from Beasley, so to uh, just make sure that you answer your phone. We don't want you to miss out on it. Contest rules are available at WMMR.com, and it is sponsored by Horizon Services. So the word, again, is serious. You want me to hit this button? Yeah, why not? It's like a minute long. Don't worry about okay. it. Okay. Why so serious? <laughs> So serious. <laughs> I had uh, some fourteen-year-old boys in my car for about uh, two or three hours on Saturday night, and I heard that song over and over again. That's a oh, song, eh? Yeah. Okay. Was it on TikTok? I have no idea. Probably. And they just kept playing it over and over. Yeah. Why no? Why so oh, yeah. serious? Yeah, I heard it the first time. Uh, so serious. <laughs> the hell is that? <laughs> Uh, I thought you were going to do the C-O-E-S is, song. I thought so, too. Yeah. Or I thought it was a minute long. I'm like, oh, this is from uh, from The Dark Knight. I yes. thought that's what it was going to be. Here's but, another one, though. Right. Why so serious? <laughs> okay. 
Oh. Does R follow anyone? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. No. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. All right, let's dive right in to these stories. We will begin. Okay, we'll start with this one. All right. And I said, this is more of an ad and a product, but it's a little bit weird. Are you an influencer now? There, no. <laughs> There's a Japanese sock manufacturer called Tabio that came up with an idea to create a tiny little sock that is made just for your big toe. <laughs> oh, I love it's a reg- toe it, it is a legit <laughs> right. product, but it's just for your big toe. Maybe your big toe gets cold. Well, it's not that. Oh, and okay. I was wondering why, too. So, so it is called the Oya Yubi Sack. Oya Yubi Sack. Yes. And it literally translates to big thumb sack. Big thumb sack. These little pouches of fabric are designed to be worn on the big thumbs of your feet or the Ashi no Oya Yubi. Uh-huh. Big toes, as they are known in Japanese. These are beautifully made, tight stitching, ribbed section at the opening, similar to what you'd see on an ankle sock. But why go to all that trouble for making a sock for a single toe? The reason is because the nail on the big toe is a lot tougher than the others. And even when it's trimmed, there's a chance that it might catch the fabric or cause friction at the big toe end of the sock. And the chance of it catching the fabric is even higher when you're slipping your feet into stockings. But this toe sheath works to prevent scrapes from forming a snug by forming a snug barrier between the cloth and the nail. So well, it's to save your stock, your socks and stockings. Since I am not a condor, I trim my toenails mm-hmm. so that that doesn't happen, right? Mm-hmm. But it can still. Yeah. You, it's it's a uh, your your the nail is thicker. And right. You might have some errant little spots. Interesting. Uh, it is a tiny product, but a lot of thought has gone into its creation, not only in the stitching, but the material itself, which is called uh, Diocell, uh, which is said to suppress the growth of germs hmm. and have antibacterial and deodorizing properties. Do you see for your big toe. them branching out into the other toes so that there are toes like no. the second toe? I think it's just for your, your big toe is the All main right. culprit because when I have... Holes in my socks, it's usually at the big toe part. Could you see yourself putting on uh, 10 little tiny separate toe toe socks every now? I don't see see myself putting on one. I have more of an issue with my my little toe catching Hmm. fabric on my socks. Little rascal, right? (laughs) Yes. Yeah, Yeah, because the nail sometimes sits weird on your toe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, A Florida nurse has been fired for posting photos on social media. Cruelly mocking a newborn with a birth defect. Oh, dear God. Yeah, right? Sierra Samuels, a neonatal intensive care nurse at Jackson Memorial Hospital in Miami, was fired on Thursday following an investigation that began early last month after two photos of a newborn with an abdominal wall birth defect were posted to her Instagram account. One post wrote, "My, uh, my night was going great and then boom. And she showed a photo of the newborn taken inside the hospital's newborn intensive care unit. A second photo posted by Samuels showed the newborn again and a hashtag citing the child's birth defect, which is gastroschisis, where the baby's intestines are found outside of the body, exiting through a hole beside the belly button. And then she wrote, your intestines supposed to be inside, not outside, baby. (gasps) They are supposed to be. Uh, Samuels, who uh, posted several other photos of herself on the job, was placed on administrative leave last month after the photo surfaced. Hospital officials cited patient privacy as a top priority while saying that uh, the blatant breach would be investigated. They said employees who violate these privacy rules 
despite being educated, are subject to disciplinary action, including suspension or termination. Uh, and besides, it's a little insensitive. I hope for, she can oh, never work time. again. Yeah, yeah. yeah, an attorney said that Samuels not only breached a newborn's privacy, but also violated the Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act, which is known as HIPAA. So, yeah, that's just... What an idiot Come on, man. Loser yeah, and, and stupid. Yeah, to do that. Did absolutely. You, you did not know that there would be blowback from yeah. that? I don't know. You're stupid. Uh, the McDonald's customer who called in a bomb threat to an Iowa restaurant because he did not receive dipping sauces with his 30-piece <laughs> chicken McNuggets order has pleaded guilty to a harassment charge. All right. Uh, is that what he's going to be charged with? Is that That's it? Yeah. That's a harassment? Robert, that's a bomb threat. Robert Golwitzer last week copped to a misdemeanor count in connection with the bizarre incident in late June involving McDonald's near his home. Huh. Golwitzer was sentenced to 12 months probation and fined $430. Uh, McDonald's assistant manager told uh, cops that the man who called the restaurant was irate due to the fact that he had requested 30 chicken nuggets <laughs> and received no dipping sauces for them. When the worker replied that the patron could return to the restaurant to retrieve the sauces, the man said, quote, No, I'm going to blow up the store and punch you in the face. Goldwitzer, well, do, well, do, the, do the second one first. Yeah. Goldwitzer, who lives about five miles from the eatery, was quickly identified as a suspect since the threatening call was placed from a phone number associated with Goldwitzer, and that number was captured on the restaurant's caller ID. I just, I just really like sauce. During police questioning, Goldwitzer told cops that he had gone to the McDonald's and the staff had gotten his order wrong. Mm. Robert stated that he was very upset by this and called into the McDonald's. Goldwitzer recalled telling a McDonald's employee that, quote, I hope someone blows up your building, and I hope someone punches you in the face. Yeah, let me clarify. I hope someone punches you in the face and blows up your building. He added that he had no intentions to blow up the McDonald's. No, no. Goldwitzer was originally charged with making a false report about an explosive or incendiary device, which a felony, by the way, but he's going to face the other charge. I'm not a lunatic. All right, one more story? Yeah. All right, let's go with this one. A baby was born this week aboard a Turkish Airlines flight from Istanbul to Chicago. Uh, the baby was discovered on Monday by a doctor on board, and the airline crews uh, and the airline's crew on the flight or was delivered, not discovered. <laughs> Look at this, Look at the baby. <laughs> uh, the doctor uh, Firdan Kubilier was uh, traveling from Turkey to New Orleans with a stop in Chicago. Uh, during the flight, he heard an announcement over the plane's loudspeaker asking if there were any doctors on board. Although he initially believed the pain was caused by appendicitis or food poisoning, right. her husband later said that she had been traveling just weeks before her due date. Uh, the captain of the flight told the doctor that they could land in Copenhagen, Denmark, but the doctor said there wouldn't be enough time before the baby was born. He said she was screaming. The entire airplane was scared. The doctor had to rotate the baby during the delivery. Wow. Uh, but the boy was born safely, and the flight landed in Chicago. They kept on going. Couldn't they just turn the plane around? And a medical team was waiting at the airport for the mother and child. Uh, the doctor, who works part-time as a neurosurgeon in Turkey and does not practice medicine in the U.S., said that he was originally scheduled to travel a week earlier, but he had delayed the trip. Uh, countries have different policies, by the way, on whether babies born over their territory automatically receive citizenship. Babies born over the U.S. airspace are granted American citizenship, but I don't think they were, uh, yeah, they, they were closer to Copenhagen. So. Is there a point, uh, you know, which they recommend that you not fly, obviously, if your due date is oh, that yeah. due date? Yeah. So, yeah. What, so, for, so what, what is the buffer? What do they recommend? Don't know. I don't know how many months it is, but I mean, it's... It's yeah. a few months before birth. Okay, I, I would imagine. Right? I would imagine any time that you might be able to give a premature birth. Yeah. You know what I mean, and and the baby still be 
have a, have a shot right. that uh, that they would recommend you don't fly during that time. But I'm not sure what that frame is, Steve. All right, it's uh, ten ten, and that means you have a little under five minutes because the clock is ticking to get over the word to us. Serious. Uh, for our MMR money clip. So get on it, text it to 45911 or enter it via the MMR app or WMMR.com. So it is serious. Once again, what was that uh, info uh, that was Connor? What was that? Was that about flying and pregnant? It was, yep. Let's get this correct. I want to make sure we. Uh, it, it was up on our monitor and then it went away. It and, went bye-bye. And now it's not there any. Connor's pretty quick on this. Yeah. All right, here we go. All right, so... Most airlines allow pregnant women to fly domestically until about 36 weeks of pregnancy. Wow. Uh, wow, that's what's pretty full, close. What's full term? 40. Uh, 40. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. But I'm sure a doctor would recommend otherwise. <laughs> but that's the airlines for you. All right. We're going to break. We're going to come back. We'll get into all that uh, music news I was teasing a little while ago, as well as the trash and a lesson question from today with a prize for you. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see him too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's I hate stevensinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. It's uh, 19 minutes after 10 o'clock. The Preston and Steve Show. Well, that just barely came out of my mouth. Preston and Steve Show. On, uh, <laughs> I sound like Matt Cord sometimes. <laughs> it's, it's Matt Cord. Everybody, how you doing? Yeah. Man, he'll lean back and yell at the microphone like this. We just had Matt on uh, the other week talking about uh, the... Um, NBA 2 Yes, which he is uh, he's featured in. I just saw him in the hallway a little while ago. It's nice. Hey, uh, speaking of nice, we do have a decent day today. Weather's 80 degrees. We have some clouds, maybe a passing shower. Temperatures are going to be cooling off. This past weekend was just phenomenal. Sensational. I used, I used a word I don't use often. What? As I was walking with my uh, wife and daughter. Splendid. It was splendid. It was a yeah. splendid day on Saturday and Sunday. Both days were fantastic, uh-huh. so... I'll take that any day of the year. Man. It was gorgeous because I used, I think Friday I used to place my um, zombies and uh, creatures on the lawn. And then I set my lighting array on Saturday. It, uh, listen, we're, we're booking along. Perfect. This weather's perfect. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, let's see. We're going to do the lesson question today. We're going to give away a $50 gift card for Iron Hill Brewery and Restaurant. And let's see. What are we going to go with here? Uh, the Russian film that will be shot in space is actually a sequel to which other movie? Steve had mentioned this. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. Uh, the Russian film that will be shot in space is actually a sequel to which other movie? 215-263-WMMR. While you're calling in, we'll do this. A trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. And what stories do we have today, Steve? Well, legendary actress Joan Collins going after the Kardashians for being addicted to plastic surgery. 
Collins says she has had only one procedure in her life that did not last more than 26 years. <laughs> oh, my God. He competed in the ring, and now Lamar Odom has become co-owner of Celebrity Boxing Incorporated. Odom says he is incredibly thrilled to be putting together his first fight, Randall Tex Cobb versus D.D. Cobb. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> And finally, former and up-and-coming news star, NBC News star, Ashley Banfield says she believes Katie Couric torpedoed her career out of jealousy. Banfield says she put two and two together after Couric blew up her home with a torpedo. And so there you go. And that's your Hollywood trip. All right, let's do this question thing and see if somebody knows the answer to it. Uh, the Russian film that will be shot in space is actually a sequel to which other movie? And our first caller in is Devin. So let's give it a shot. Devin, good morning. Good morning, the birds. The birds. All right, hey. All right. Night at the Roxbury. Yeah, you got it, man. Hang on, Devin. You search, got yourself a $50 gift card to Iron Hill Brewery and a restaurant. And Iron Hill Brewery's top-selling IPAs and seasonal beers are now available everywhere. Craft beer is sold locally. You can visit IronHillBrewery.com and click Beer Finder uh, to find a, a retailer that is near you. All right, music news time. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. We're going to start with this. David Lee Roth. Has announced his retirement oh. following his upcoming Las Vegas shows at the House of Blues. He is done. The legendary voice and frontman of Van Halen revealed the news to the Las Vegas Review Journal, explaining, and it's very yes, David David, Roth. David speak in this. He says, "I ask that you bear with me here. Please try not to interrupt. I'm going to close my eyes and take you on a ride." He said, "Al, meaning Alex Van Halen, and I have been talking." And I can't speak for him just yet, but he knows what I'm about to say. We speak to each other constantly, two or three times a day. We laugh like pirates. And he referenced Eddie Van Van Halen's death by saying, The departure of my beloved classmate recently, I thought I might have been the first, frankly. I might have thought the marble man would have got me. Uh, But uh, he said, Hey, Ed, objects in the rearview mirror are probably me. And my doctors, my handlers compelled me to really address that every time I go on stage, I endanger that future. He said, I'm throwing in the shoes. I'm retiring. This is the first and only official announcement. You've got the news. Share it to the world. I know that when I am in the audience, whether you come out with a ukulele or a marching band, all I ask is that you give me everything you've got to give. And that's what I did for the last 50 years. And I'm not going to explain the statement. The explanation is in a safe these are my last five shows. What the hell are you talking about? He went on to say, I've got a band that is doing what Al and I used to call a block, and that means 75 rehearsals for one show. Uh, we are bringing it in classic VH style. Alex and I are the only version. That was his message. There is no other variation. Uh, there is no torch being passed. There is no other side to this coin. This is classic in-your-face Van Halen. Uh, David ended by saying... I've given you all that I've got to give. It's been an amazing, great run. No regrets. Nothing to say about anybody. I'll miss you all. Stay frosty. Dorton. That's all he had to say about that. So he's he's finished. Uh, interesting. Well, they say, you know, you always want to go out when you're 25 to 30 levels below on top. <laughs> uh, he is, yeah. I mean, listen, he's, he's not the performer he used to be. He's not. His vocals aren't 
what they used to be. You talked about, though, again, there's no arguing how important David Lee Roth is to, you know, yeah. rock and to, to what he did with uh, Van Halen. But you said, you know, even in the prime press, it was a bit of a letdown when you saw them live. Yeah, he, he would. He was more concerned about jumping around than actually singing the songs. Right. He would change the the melodies and the and the rhythms, and it just didn't. Yeah, I thought I was always disappointed when I saw them. Uh, it was great to see him doing, you know, jumps and kicks yeah. and all those things. Uh, but as far as the vocal part of it goes, I was always a little underwhelmed by it. But well, the song is underserved when it, it's you might as well skip, <laughs> right? But he. Uh, you, there's no denying uh, his entertainment value and all the great songs that they did in the studio. Yeah. And uh, it's sad because you see somebody who was a, uh, you know, boisterous, you know, in-your-face front man, and he's, he just can't, he's done. He can't do it anymore. How about Pierre's, radio? Uh, Pierre's 20th anniversary show, you know? like That's Pierre, right. And, and it was Pierre uh, and then the Hooters and David Lee Roth and Fuel, and it was a great show, and I got to smoke a joint with him. So, you know, there's that. So how was it? Was he good on stage? Was he? He was entertaining. Yeah. Uh, singing wise, I, I, you know, yeah, everything you guys have said is accurate. Um, you know, Fuel is probably the better band for the night, and the, the Hooters are always fantastic. But Dave is, you know, he's, he's a bit of a parody of himself. Yeah. Uh, he is set to perform at the House of Blues in Las Vegas on New Year's Eve, followed by four 2022 performances on January 1st, 5th, 7th, and 8th. And then Marissa just brought in. This story to me, and apparently in the video uh, for his song "A Little Ain't Enough," uh, Dave visits um, a soothsayer who uses a crystal ball to predict futures. And the clip then cuts to a shot of the marquee outside of the Anaheim Stadium, which reads "Diamond Dave: The Absolute Final Tour Sold Out." Uh, David Lee Roth, who is kind of bloated and double chin, rolls out of the, and says, uh, "Rolls up to the venue in a hovercraft." Where he gets bombarded by an onslaught of reporters, and the date of the show was October tenth, twenty twenty one. There you go. There you uh, go. So he's not going to finish till the end of this year, but they got the year right. Yeah, which that's is close enough. Pretty interesting. So that's an end of an era. And I'm, you know, as much as I thought he should have maybe hung it up a while ago, I am sad to hear this. You know what I mean? It's so, a little, it's conflicting. We know that Eddie and Sammy Hagar were um, getting on famously towards the end. Um, so. Do you think that there, he would go sing with a version of Van Halen now? Uh, what with like Alex, Alex involved? And no, Stig, uh, yeah. How can I get unless Wolfgang. it was the greatest of all guitar players and several of them? Yeah, uh, that would come out for like each and every song, right? A rotating tribute to Eddie Van Halen, right? And do a one last tour type of thing. So they talked about something I like, see like a tribute tour, but yeah. then that sort of fell apart. I don't know. You just, how can you do it without Ed? You know, uh, as, but we'll have to see. I I think that could be pretty cool if if he had all these greats coming out uh, to pay tribute to Ed and performing his songs. Moving on, Seether's Sean Morgan uh, threw some shade at Machine Gun Kelly, Uh saying that fans that booed him at Riot Fest were, quote, doing God's work. <laughs> During a festival set this weekend, Morgan said, I congratulated the crowd for booing that prick off the stage. Here's my thing. You were a rapper. You got rapped out of rapping because you got owned, you got so owned by Eminem. Uh, then you come to rock, for example, and it's more pop punk than anything else as I consider it. But yeah, I just had to say something. And he continued saying, I was proud of those people. I was very impressed by them. And had to thank them and had to let them know that they were doing God's work, he said. So, 
He's not <laughs> having him coming after Corey Taylor. Yeah. Travis Barker's House of Horrors, presented by No Cap, will stream on October 28th. The virtual event will feature Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, boy. Well, they're, that, they're, they're tight. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. Avril Lavigne, Black Bear, Ian Dior, uh, and his uh, Blink-182 bandmate, Mark Hoppus. I mean, you can clearly hear the influence of Blink-182 in uh, Machine Gun Kelly's music. Uh, the concert hosted by Allison Hagendorf, uh-huh. The Dingo, and Jackass star Danger Aaron will be broadcast from a private haunted estate. That's down the road. That's scary. Lizzie Hale penned a sweet message to her partner and Hailstorm bandmate Joe Hottinger on Saturday. Uh, the singer wrote on Instagram, On this day 18 years ago, I kissed you. I opened a door. I want to kiss you. <laughs> kiss you. I opened a door that changed my life Changed my life forever. I found a light, a partner in crime, a love. I want to kiss you. Uh, she continued. <laughs> She continued saying to to truly love someone, it's not easy. To grow and evolve with someone is not easy. You just said you don't even have to kiss back. (laughs) I just saw you here in the doorway. Uh, She said, but you and I, we never run from hard. Uh, Lizzie and her brother. I'm just going to stop you from leaving and I'm going to kiss you all over your face. Like a dog. That's the most uncomfortable scene in rock. Uh, it is uncomfortable. Uh, Lizzie and her brother, Air J, formed Hailstorm in 1998. While in middle school, Hottinger joined the band in 2003, followed by bassist Josh Smith in 2004. Smith confirmed the long-standing rumor that Lizzie and Hottinger were involved in a romantic relationship back in October 2015. Don't do the shocker on you. <laughs> <laughs> He's cornering her, you know. That's a tall request. What? It's like a boxing what ring. What is that? You're right. They need to do it in the ring. Yeah. You do this with other people. Yeah, one in the pink, two in the sting. Oh, oh, Jesus. All right. Guns N' Roses welcomed Wolfgang Van Halen on stage Saturday night uh, to play on their show-closing tune, Paradise City. Uh-huh. Have a clip, right? Uh, no. I don't. It's a horrible audio clip that they sent oh. over. The one that I got, Preston, was off a phone. You could barely make out what was happening. Oh, should we even? Well, well, you could try it, yeah. Uh, it's kind of stinky, but maybe it'll sound better. We don't have it. Uh, Van Halen's band Mammoth, uh, WVH, has served as the tour's opening act and the Hollywood Florida show at uh, Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino marked their first time uh, that Van Halen sat in with the band. Uh, Axl Rose told the crowd, Wolfgang Van Halen, do you know how cool it is to say that? That's effing cool. You don't understand. We're talking legacy. Uh, Kiss Wolfgang Van Halen. Okay. (laughs) You need to put the... Can we pump the brakes a little bit, Rock? I'm so freaking horny. (laughs) God. (laughs) That's disgusting. <laughs> I don't even want to tell you what I just did to Cuff and Mink. Oh, oh no. On uh, Saturday. It's tight, but you can make it work. <laughs> On Saturday. Just keep going. <laughs> On Saturday night, Pearl Jam. so aggressive, I knocked over their little palm tree. <laughs> Pearl Jam closed out their Ohana Music Festival appearance with an all-star rendition of, anybody want to guess? Neil Young's Rockin' in the Free World. Yeah, no one ever does that. Uh, joining the band on stage at the Dana Point California gig was Red Hot Chili Peppers drummer Chad Smith, Foo Fighters drummer Taylor Hawkins, Slater Kinney, uh, Slater Kinney, uh, Brandy Carlisle, uh, Tim Robbins, the actor, yes. and also John McEnroe and his wife Patty Smythe. Uh, along with, Surely you can't be serious. Along with uh, surfer Kelly Slater, among others. So it was a star-studded yeah. event. And Nick showed me this picture 
Talk about a who's who of, of rock, man. It's uh, uh, Chad Smith, Taylor Hawkins, uh, Dave Navarro, uh, Eddie, uh, Beck, and a couple of other people I don't recognize. Yeah. This is um, Pat Smear over here. Oh, that's Pat Smear? Yeah. Wow. And, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Navarro was hanging out with uh, the guys from Pearl Jam all week. It just seemed like it was a big love fest. That's cool. Uh, so they had a, a, a star Is that Mitch McConnell? When they, uh, yeah, he was up on stage. Keep on rocking free What's he doing there? Mitch! 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 Are you ready to rock? Is this it? It's a live person. Oh. Did you hear him in the back? All right. But Mitch McConnell was up on stage with them. That's cool. Uh, (laughs) Is it the most played at this point closing a rock show? Song they do it a lot. Pearl yeah. Jam does. I mean, they, but they other do. bands have, have copped yeah, it too. Sure, sure. I think uh, I think uh, Dave Matthews does from time to time. But okay. um, yeah, Pearl Jam loves Neil, and uh, they often close their shows either with this song or with Yellow Lead Better. Mm. <laughs> you still thinking about Mitch? God Almighty, that would just oh my God! <laughs> What's he doing up there? I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Is that Nancy Pelosi on the guitar? <laughs> All right, one last story. Uh, Billie Eilish. We don't play her music here, but she's a obviously one of the most popular musicians out there. But she will voice Sally in a pair of live-to-film performances of the Night Before uh, Nightmare Before Christmas in Los Angeles. The shows will take place at the uh, Bank of California Stadium huh. on November 29th and 31st. Will feature a live orchestra and voice acting set to the original Disney film. You know that that's right in her wheelhouse. She oh, loves yeah. that sort of stuff. Uh, and I think that's actual perfect, uh, perfect casting. It was Catherine O'Hara was uh, played the role in the movie, right? Oh, did she? Yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, so she will perform Sally's song, uh, while the film's composer and original cast member Danny Elfman will reprise his role as Jack Skellington. Weird Al Yankovic will voice Locke, and Ken Page, another original cast member, will be uh, singing the part of Oogie Boogie. You know what? I, I, so. I am conflicted about it because I, I I enjoyed the movie in so many ways. Uh, I think it's one of the lesser Danny Elfman compositions because a lot of the songs are based on this model of what's this, what's this, what's this thing over here, what's that thing over there, and it's that thing. Dun, 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 dun. All the songs seem to be written that way, and I'm like, can we change it up a little bit? I've never seen it. Yeah, uh, my daughter loves that movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think that will be on the list of. Things to view this month because you know it's Halloween. It's Halloween. So. Yeah. All right. Anyhow, uh, so she'll be starting that, which is kind of cool. And that is what I have in music news. Let us take a break. Come back in a second and get ready to wrap the show up. Letter today for the word of the week prize. That'll be one of the things we take care of. So we'll return in just a moment. Ninety-three-three WMMR presents Money Clips. Five hundred bucks, huh? That's what they told me. <laughs> nice. Your shot at stuffing five hundred bucks in your money clip. Congratulations! Thank you so very much. Up to seven times a day. 
even hour sweet days from 8 a.m. till 8 p.m. We'll play an audio clip from one of your favorite MMR DJs and then give you a keyword. Text it to 45911. Enter it at WMMR.com or our app and you'll also get entered for the grand prize, 10000 bucks. It's MMR's Money Clips. Thanks a ton for listening. We really appreciate it. You guys are my coworkers. I work from home. I listen all the time. Sponsored by Horizon Services. Heating, cooling, and plumbing. Visit horizonservices.com. The mighty MMR. Everything that rocks your wallet. See complete rules at WMMR.com. All right, uh, 1046 as we are wrapping up today's program. I would like to thank Fortune Feemster for being yeah. on the show. She's awesome. She's fantastic, and she's coming to town on Friday, and will be performing at the Miriam Theater, and she's excited to be back in Philadelphia. Puts yeah. on a great show. Uh, and thank you to our friend Jeff Walton, president hey. of the Porsche Club of America here in Philadelphia, promoting the Philatrunk for Camp Out for Hunger. It is going to be, yes, on Halloween, the day before our Camp Out for Hunger starts. It's on a Sunday, and he's hoping for a 1,000 cars to come out. They had 800 last year, raised over 160,000 pounds of food. Yeah. And uh, they're doing it again, and it should be a lot of fun. And we have information available at uh, PrestonAndSteve.com uh, for you to be a part of. And you can go down and you can enter your car in this car show or just go down and be a spectator and donate or however you want to do it. It's great no matter what. And he does an amazing job. It's an essential part of the camp out with all the, you know, the, the food that oh. they're raising. And the fact, though, again, a good reminder. Think about, Put this in your mind if you can. The day after Halloween mm-hmm. will be the beginning of the camp out for hunger. So it's it's earlier, but you know, by weeks. Yep. And that's just we had to juggle things and make sure we could get set up time. But we have every confidence you'll support it there on the calendar as you've anywhere else we've had it in the past. Yep. And we'll have details coming soon yep. on what it looks like. We're still working on it. We're having our meetings and, and trying to figure out, uh, you know, uh, what our interactions with people are going to be and, and what type of a facility we're going to have and all that. But it's going to be the same area, just a new date. Uh, and that's October 1st, or I'm sorry, November 1st through the 5th. So get ready. Um, we need to do the letter of the day. Casey's going to give it to you. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter V, as in victory. All right, Ooh. and we are going to give away uh, $300, and it is brought to you by the Bagster. The Bagster. A dumpster in a bag, perfect for all home improvement cleanups. You just pick one up today at any of your local home improvement stores by Phil Gone. I would like to thank our sponsors. The Preston and Steve Show has been brought to you today by Acme. Download the Acme app to see the all-new deals, rewards, and perks today. Visit acmemarkets.com for details. Also brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts. And Dunkin' is the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. And Wilmington University. Ready to make the move? WilmU works online or in person. Learn more at wilmu.edu. Tomorrow, we'll have a free tattoo to give away for the Preston and Steve Tattoos Day event, as we always do. And we're going to have the amazing Henry Winkler on tomorrow. One of the nicest guys in the world. He's great. Will be joining us. So we'll uh, do that stuff and more tomorrow. Make sure that you join us. That is it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day and get yourself ready to win some money with more of the MMR Money Clips coming up. See ya. The glowing lights, fresh cut trees, 
Find all the holiday happenings at Lowe's Winterfest. With savings on select appliance special values, plus free local delivery over $396. And $20 savings on a Craftsman 20-volt max drill kit. Was $79, now $59. Make more holiday at Lowe's. Home to any budget, home to any possibility. While supplies last, valid through 12-8. Appliance offer restrictions and other fees may apply. See store for details. U.S. only.